1: This is a paid advertisement from BetterHelp. As a podcast listener, you've heard from us before. Today, let's hear from our members about what online therapy has done for them.
2: I would recommend my therapist 1,000 times over. She has truly
0: changed my life.
3: The day after my first session, my friends and family said I sounded like myself again for the first time in weeks.
0: You deserve to invest in your well-being.
1: Visit BetterHelp.com to see what it can do for you. That's BetterHelp.com.
0: Once for you tonight. Okay, let's get started. Just high. Just turtle time.
1: Hello everyone. My name is Riley Hamilton.
3: And I'm Amy Scarlotta.
1: And this is, is turtle, turtle Time. time. It's turtle time again, and Amy and I for sure are going to figure out that intro one of these days. I think it's perfect. Yeah, it's it's fun. We never know what we're doing each time. Um, Uh, We are
3: coming in hot off of that reunion trailer. We are energized. We are fired up. We yes. are going crazy. C-
1: completely. I just walked in the room. <laughs> Amy and I it just came out 30 minutes before yeah. I walked in the room. Amy and I haven't even really said anything to each other except just grins and happy <laughs> and we're so happy and we're fired up. <laughs> and, yeah. So uh, I was just going to start off just asking because I didn't ask you right when I walked in the door, but how yeah. have you been since I saw you on Friday, last Friday? I've been good. Okay, good. <laughs> All right. Everything's good?
3: Um, yeah. I've just been going to the movies, sitting around, sitting uh, you know everything has turned for the better in the past 30 minutes since that trailer came out
1: okay good so it was so <laughs> mediocre okay so nothing was vibrant <laughs> nothing was fun How about friday you? was yeah um yeah i've been i've been good yeah for the most <laughs> part it's been good since friday i've had some fun and then but yeah, it is starting to peak with last night's episode of Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> Summer House was amazing. Yes. I mean, in, in terms of Bravo quality. Oh, yeah. And I've been re-watching Southern Charm, uh, or not rewatching, watching it for the first time yeah. I'm on season three. So I'm having a very good Bravo time in my life right now.
3: Yeah, you're like locked and loaded. You're busy.
1: Busy, locked and loaded. Life, you know, non-Bravo <laughs> life is good too. It's completely <laughs> fine. But yeah, I'm in a good Bravo era right now. And then it really was capped off by this week's episode of Vanderpump Rules and then seeing that beautiful, um, what was that called? Reunion trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Um, I would say a highlight is definitely James calling Raquel and Tom poo-poo heads.
1: Yeah, yeah. I (laughs) thought it was, you know, out of place a little bit with the uh, high quality insults (laughs) that that, uh, Ariana was leveling at them, you know. I don't know if that was like, if that's what he said immediately after or if it was edited but was he when he called them poopoo heads was he like (laughs) was he like saying like that we can call them all the insults in the world like we're throwing so many insults at them I would even go so far as to call them a poopoo head do you think or what or what do you think was his intention like
3: I think well first of all I think they left that in like the trailer specifically just for a little levity a little letting us know that James was going to bring the funk you know like he always brings the laughs he always has like a non sequitur yes um so that was good to see cuz yeah otherwise it is like a very intense and dramatic right piece of television so it's nice to know that he will be uh making us laugh throughout
1: <laughs> but then he did a little sort of like impish um baby thing at, after <laughs> he said poopoo kind of head creepy. where he goes where he goes Ooh, am i gonna get a timeout andy and i was <laughs> like okay well, what's going what's i gotta know i guess i gotta see this within context it yeah. could be really funny um yeah a moment of levity you said yeah but also i'm like i hope he wasn't legitimately calling him poopoo heads i hope there's some extra context
3: there. yeah um, did you notice that Tom drinking squirt made it into the trailer? Of course.
1: I said the first thing I said, um, Megan and I in the house, we go squirt alert any, time he's got a squirt. And I think we knew from the paparazzi photo that he was chugging, uh, squirts, but I didn't think it'd make it all. the yeah, way. Yeah. I didn't know that their
3: <laughs> conversation outside the trailer was going to be filmed. Me neither. Cause we just saw from the, he didn't like either. Oh
1: no. He was so mad. He goes, he, he, he goes, get the goddamn <laughs> cameras off me. He's been saying goddamn a lot.
3: Yeah. That and dumpling he's yeah, you like, love saying dumpling to he loves, the rotation, yeah,
1: you love saying, Goddamn um <laughs>
3: Wait, I loved after so it shows um uh James and Tom seem to be the ones that get in the kerfuffle, and then Andy just looks down at the ground he's like, my
1: cards yeah what happened <laughs> like did Andy try to stop them from fighting and then all he dropped all of his uh, question yeah, cards he probably
3: had to shoot up to like keep them apart, yeah. Um, that was funny to me though
1: (laughs) yeah so definitely though seems i mean i already said this too but we got to say it on for the record but definitely seemed like james and sandoval are the ones who get up and have an altercation that needs to be stopped it's not like it's not secretly schwartz or something
2: right
3: no i'm dying to see that and then um what else um well
1: it was i was just about that altercation uh, it when sandoval's like if you get up in my face one more time i'm gonna break you down or whatever he says and then james does sort of reminiscent of him with schwartz i'm gonna put you in a headlock i'll get out of that so fast he was like i would
2: knock you out bro or whatever he (laughs) says
1: it's like i love when james like threatens to beat someone i know (laughs) like he's he's very sure of his fighting prowess and i really i like but
3: we've never seen him prove that
1: right i don't know he did he did i think sock schwartz and sandoval in the head when they had that fight at mixology i think i think sandoval got a little like messed up okay. I think he had like a little right. bit of a black eye so I All don't right. know maybe Scrappy James does little Brit <laughs> yeah yeah I mean he said he was bullied in the schoolyards back in that's true London maybe he had to fight for his life out there
3: Didn't someone was reminding me the other day that bullies broke his leg yes
1: it's awful it's awful hell? season season six or season uh I don't know somewhere late in the James era when he's being bullied by Katie it might be season seven he lets us all know he was like bullied constantly so as a kid sad. he was called they called him gay constantly yeah. he and he said that one physical altercation got so bad his leg was broken it's like awful
3: it's really sad you now- yeah we were talking about it because we'll get there but at one point when Allie's telling him he should go to therapy she's like um, she's like it's great you can work on like childhood trauma and he's like i don't have any childhood trauma and i'm like both of your parents are completely batshit insane. Like you were like physically like injured by bullies. Like I can't think of someone that has more childhood trauma in this group than you.
1: Yeah. I was clocking it when he said that he was just like, yeah, I have nothing that I need to go to therapy for in my childhood. I was like, where are you sure? <laughs> I mean, even, even the best childhood in the world, there's like something you could probably talk about. And he, it didn't seem like he, you know, I don't know. It he's seemed one like of there the, I think
3: he's like one of the yeah. only people on the show that his parents are a, like troubling storyline. Yes. Like everyone else kind of just has like supportive parents. Like Stassi kind of had stuff with her mom at one point. Like her mom's a little insane, but everyone else is kind of just like, my mom's in town. They're nice. But James is like, Oh shit. His mom's here. <laughs> true. Yeah,
1: that that's very true. Yeah. And we saw another iconic mom this episode. Terry.
3: Yes. Ooh, Terry In a really big brought way. it. Yeah. <laughs> she came wearing red. <laughs> oh, that was awesome.
1: The fire was the theme of last night's episode for sure. Yes. Oh um did, is there anything else? I mean, everyone is gonna watch the trailer. Everyone has already probably watched it five times, yeah. twenty times by the time we <laughs> they listen to us talk about it. Um there were no like I guess surprising moments. Because we know all the questions that Andy is going to, you know, ask.
3: Right. Do you think... It just... We were talking about this last night. I feel like the reunion was filmed what feels like so long ago now that I'm like, shit has changed. Like, is it going to feel outdated?
1: A little bit, I think, because there are... Well, I don't know. I mean, it's like, what have we learned since... I mean, one indication of that, of exactly what you just said, is that Katie Maloney on Watch What Happens Live last night said that she still was left with questions unanswered like yeah. she has new questions and Andy was a little i think peeved at that yeah. cuz he he wanted the reunion to be the definitive yeah. statement on it he he was kind of surprised that Katie said that yeah um so yeah that 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 does mean i think there's so much fighting in this uh, reunion all three parts so much explosive anger that maybe Andy wasn't really able to get to the heart of a lot of right things
3: and they're like i'm sure that they weren't like fully willing to like be completely honest about what went down like yeah um i did like on watch what happens um, um katie was saying that her theory was that raquel and sandoval had a thing and that She was pissed that he wouldn't leave Ariana. So she was kind of like playing mind games with him. And it was like, oh, well, if you won't leave your girlfriend, I'll like hook up with your best friend, which totally rang true to me.
1: Yeah. I really like that theory. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was very interesting from Katie. It's like she's been thinking about this like for so long. She (laughs) has all the answers and, you know, that she needs for her to come up with that hypothesis. And that sounded strong to me. I really, really like that. That was a little bit of analysis about that. Raquel and Ariana confrontation a little bit, right, in this week's episode? Yes. Okay.
3: Which is juicy. Yeah, that was good. Um,
1: (laughs) One thing I wanted to ask. So Andy teased teased it up twice, I think, in the the reunion trailer where he's asking Tom Sandoval, are you and Raquel in love? It's like, cut. That's the big tease. Yeah, that's the question. That's the question. Right. Which, I guess, is that the number one question we're all asking? I don't
3: really care about that.
1: Yeah, because even if they say they're in love, it doesn't matter. I mean, that would obviously be the get out of jail free card in their right. minds for why this is all justifiable. But yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't think they're in love. I'm less
3: curious about the true answer to that question, but I am very curious about how he chooses to answer it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I want to know what he thinks is the right thing to say in that moment or yeah. what will make him look the best or. What will get him in the least trouble? That's what I want to see. I don't yeah. really care, you know, what if he thinks he's in love with her or not. Like, whatever. But I am curious about if he'll like flub that scenario. Oh, oh he is gonna <laughs> flub.
1: Whatever he says is gonna be so attacked, pounced upon. I, my prediction is he's gonna say we're not in in love. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think he would say because the pressure to say that statement and for him and Raquel to be on the same page and actually believe that about each other. I I just don't think he's going to go all in and say it's love. I think he's going to say some like, like you said, just answer. Yeah. Non-answer. That's not going to justify it at all, but I don't think he'd admit He's going to say
3: like, he'll be like, look, you know, a lot has happened or like, he's just going to like blab about, you know, how hard it's been or that she like brought, excitement to his life that had been sad or whatever. But also I can see him just being like, Yes.
1: We are in love. Yes. Like, yes. Like I've never felt this way before. <laughs> um do you think Sandoval has clearly stated enough times uh that he thinks Ariana <laughs> finds him annoying? I'm hoping he can at least say it. Maybe five more times before the reunion happens because he's not really hitting the nail on the head with that. My
3: very presence (laughs) annoys you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I love that every time he says it, they cue a montage of her thinking he's annoying. (laughs) Which is like,
1: there are clear examples where anyone would have found him annoying. Right,
3: it's always when they're wasted and he's being a pest. It's never like just a normal scenario. It's him being annoying. It's the the, Raquel! (laughs)
1: Raquel! And and then another one tonight, or last week's, or sorry, last night's episode, him interrupting Terry, uh-huh. screaming, getting in a fight between Insane. Terry and Raquel, and Ariana goes, let Terry talk. It's like, <laughs> uh, Sandoval, is that the situation that you want to be uh, with, with Ariana on your side? Do right. you want her to say, let's listen to Tom while he interrupts this fight between Raquel and Terry?
3: Yeah. Uh, yet again, he has no dog in this fight. Just no. let it go. <laughs> Mind like, your business. Please. Move on. Go
1: to the bushes with uh, with <laughs> yeah. Schwartz. He
3: was doing the full Homer Simpson in Amazing. the back. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. I can't wait to get into it. Well, do you want
1: to... Maybe let's... let Well, do we have anything else to say about the... Not
3: really. I just want to give a shout out to how dramatic... The style uh, they chose was with like it's like the, and it's like the David Fincher like digital yes. like error like d- d-
1: d- yes yes I love it was like a <laughs> it blockbuster flickering. yeah it was like a blockbuster movie trailer it was like aliens have come to Earth yeah. boom they have uh, kidnapped the like, president boom the
3: event that changed everything <laughs> <laughs> it's so good it was like in a world yeah in a world it, totally yes it was
1: the most like yeah it's dynamic, so ridiculous yeah it it, it was it's so like, good
3: but like. That's how I feel about it. So it reads correct. And then you step back for a second. And you're like, this is so silly. Yes. Yeah. It's like, what are what are
1: we really watching? Like, this is, it is, it's for us. And that's exactly how we feel about this. And that is the exact same treatment that this trailer should get. But if you really step back, you're like, if someone who's not a fan was watching, they're like, what the hell are you watching?
3: I was literally running around the house in circles. I was like, ah! <laughs> Me too.
1: Me too. "We should blast that music. We should play that yeah. the boom. finale." Yeah, boom! Yeah. But Amy and Riley have sat down to talk about the trailer. <laughs> boom! Anyway, that was so uh, good. It's but it's really one of those things. It's like you just have to watch it. It's it tees up so many questions. There's so many great moments. James does say "poopoo heads" in it. Yes. Um, but yeah, just watch it. We love it. I'm so amped. I couldn't be. More amped, obviously. No, it's
3: going to be awesome. Um, And next week is going to be awesome. I, you know, they were showing the promos. Um, I like wrote down at one point there was a TV promo. Um, There were a couple of them, but they were specific to next week, little like 15 to 30 second spots. And it's like also very dramatic. And it said September 2022, filming wrapped. Then came the unimaginable. So we turned the cameras back on. It's amazing that, like, I only
1: saw that on TikTok. Someone was smart enough to rip that off the TV, but I don't think they've released that, like, on the internet. That was like, it was like very
3: specific to like confirm that next week is the new footage. Yes, which is what we've been dying to see. That's the real shit right there. That's That's all we care about. Yeah,
1: that's what we care about. I can't believe we're in that era. That's actually happening next week. Um, I want to tell you, because I didn't tell you beforehand, and I think it's okay to talk about this, but I want to, and I think you would want to be a part of it, but I think we should try to have a bar in Los Angeles host Yeah, that we have talked about this, yes. right? We we get some bar that wants to have a thousand of the most rabid <laughs> VPR fans come to it. I don't think there'd be a thousand, but everyone in LA, I mean, we need to have an outlet where we can party and drink. And, you know, get wasted and watch this finale uh, in Los Angeles. So we're hoping that could happen. I mean, I don't know who will ever host.
3: Have we confirmed that there is there a Dodger game that night?
1: Unfortunately, there's an early. (laughs) Okay. Like, I think a 2 p.m. Dodger okay. game. I might have to check on that. But yeah, it, it could should be, be over by then. Yeah. Dodger fans leave. <laughs> Vanderpump be rules loaded. fans. <laughs> Pilot. Dodger fans, get out. <laughs> time's up. <laughs> yeah, time's up. Um, so.
3: I will say, I'm very much into this idea, but I will go insane if people aren't dead quiet
1: I agree I, a par- <laughs> I'm very divided I'm very conflicted because I know that it is not the best place in the world to watch something you really want to pay attention right. to with a crowded in a right. crowded bar environment we
3: can always do we're just honestly people yeah. you're listening to us talk this through logistically for the first time yeah. <laughs> so if you're in LA if you come if we do it you heard it here first but yes. what if we watch the 6 p.m home because i have direct tv and you have access as well we watch that intently yes and then the 9 p.m is what we, we watch with the bar and like people you know that might be for a lot of people the first time they're seeing it but at least we are safe
1: <laughs> yes and we can be like quiet quiet down quiet down this is a great moment yeah remember
3: it. when we watched the episode at tom, tom how awful it was we couldn't hear shit
1: yeah, we couldn't hear anything. It, yeah, 10 minutes of it were like just completely muffled. The sound was bad. It, Yeah, that was not a great viewing experience. But yeah, so I think your strategy is good. But anyway, we... We'll if talk we about it. Yeah, if we don't end up doing this, <laughs> I'm sorry to uh, hype you all up, but this could actually happen and, you know, I just... We'll
3: post. I think, you know, we can just post online and hopefully people could come.
1: And if you're not in Los Angeles, I mean, obviously, we want you to fly out. We can't pay... <laughs> You know, for your travel, Amy, we're, right?
3: You have six days to get here. <laughs>
1: yeah, six days to get here, but also, I was like, make your city do it. Every bar yeah. in the world, there's no more anticipated piece of entertainment that's coming out that a bar, all bars should host it all around the country, and, you know, send us your videos of you partying at a bar if you're able to convince someone to do it.
3: Yes. Um, so, yeah, that's something to look forward to. Yes. Um. I I don't know. Should we do the uh, Summer House Minute?
1: Yeah. Let me set my timer. (laughs) I want to make sure, because a few people said that we went uh, a minute and 30 (laughs) seconds last week. So I'm just going to set my 60 second timer and then let's get into our Summer House Minute. And for those of you who do not watch Summer House, a few people said, and this isn't the Summer House Minute, by the way, my timer hasn't started, but (laughs) some people said, Riley, I don't watch Summer House. Riley and Amy, please, please, uh, please add timestamps. And so we are starting to do that. Now, So this is going to have timestamps if you want to avoid the 60 seconds where we talk about Summer House. But yeah, let's get into it.
3: <laughs> okay. So yeah, this week was exciting. Um, I hope that you're still feeling the same way that you felt previously even, about. Even more so. Okay, great. <laughs> I, I loved it. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So honestly, it's like this scenario is so hard to articulate about because... Yes it's so complicated Yes, and I feel so bad for Danielle, but also maybe she didn't handle it in the best way as far as, you know, having sympathy from the public, you know, like she could have made her case better, I guess. But all that would mean was that she kind of just like swallowed her pride and was sad by herself instead of saying it out loud. But uh, I, I like almost cried when she runs outside to Maya and she's crying and she's like, Maya, Maya. I like seriously started crying.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yes. It was. So I am even more on Danielle's side of things now. I love this underrepresented point of view that she's bringing to Bravo. Not a lot of people have been in this situation. It's a very. Uh, hard position to defend. For those of you who watch Summer House, but if you don't remember what we're talking about, Danielle has a very strong, visceral, negative reaction to Carl and Lindsay um, getting engaged. Her feelings about this are complicated, but for the most part, she feels very shut out of Carl and Lindsay's relationship. And no one has been a bigger support- supporter and defender, at least on the show, yeah. of Lindsay. As Danielle. Yeah.
3: They were a trio who then became a duo and she was exiled.
1: Completely. And a lot of people are saying, <laughs> no, <laughs> I personally feel, I'll just, I'll take accountability for this. Lindsay sort of kicked Danielle to the curb once she was happy. And once she had another person in her life, right. Danielle just was like, goodbye, Danielle. I don't she, need you.
3: Like, I assume she, she met Carl through her, right? Yes. Yeah. Cause, yeah. um,
1: uh, wasn't it it's Carl who brought Danielle to the house right he's he had dated her previously yeah. she was his ex he brought her and then Danielle and Lindsay I guess formed you know a friendship yeah. obviously
3: no it's like it cuts to the core of like middle school not invited to the birthday party vibes which is like I feel like you can't like age past that how. To the core, that feeling strikes. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's just Lindsay at no point actually heard and accepted no. Danielle's point of view. No. Lindsay- she just complained about her expressing it.
1: Yeah. Lindsay's a very black and white thinker, and she has one side of things that she adheres to. And if you stray outside of that, it's, it's, you know, you are going to be in a fight with Lindsay or yell right. at. In my opinion,
3: and I thought it was brilliant when Paige was like, she said that Carl basically like understands what she's saying, but um, he is terrified that Lindsay would be mad if he involved Danielle in the engagement. Yeah. And I was like, that's real.
1: Yeah, totally. <laughs> I loved the the power and bravery of Danielle. Saying her true feelings about how sad she was <laughs> when Kyle announced to everyone in that kitchenette or whatever, the, their <laughs> kitchen area, that they had gotten engaged. Danielle just saying that in front of everyone, how, what did she say? Like, I I, I forget what she called Did she say those two shitheads? <laughs> assholes. Yeah, those two assholes. Like, that was just so, she just, she was so strong to voice her opinions. Even if you think that it was wrong of her, she's jealous or whatever right. people are saying, D- Danielle haters or whatever. That was a very hard thing for her to speak up and tell her feelings of how hurt she is. And I understand why she's hurt. I understand why she feels left out of this thing.
3: It was so awkward for everyone else because they're like, I don't really care. Like, I'll just be happy for them. It doesn't really affect me. And so, but they weren't allowed to be like, woohoo, because Danielle was like suicidal.
1: Yeah, but don't you think, I mean, I don't get the sense that Maya, Paige, Sierra and Amanda, if they were there, would have been Scream into the rooftops no. about this engagement, but they all just the other
3: have... noobs are like, "Yay! Like we're happy for you because well, they don't know shit. It, it they don't made, know what they're talking it about." It made
1: me mad, which I'm always mad at new cast members. Yeah, I I, I do not like new cast members. Know it's your like, place. Yes, it's like <laughs> you don't know what's going on. You are yeah. excited. You have no clue. You don't know Danielle's history with them. Yeah. and and then then it looks like in that scene that Danielle is the outlier. But really, if they had been all there, yeah. Sierra and Amanda, and no newbies, it would have been a mixed yeah. bag. There wouldn't have been That's a huge That's like a flop that
3: they weren't there. I know. You know?
1: Do you? Yeah, um, Megan and I were talking about this, and she, her like theory was that amanda just because kyle knew that this yeah. was happening that weekend that yeah. amanda <laughs> didn't think her response would be like <laughs> she tapped out yeah she just said she I, do <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to be there i do not want to be there when they announce this because i don't think i can fake like i am completely stoked no, on this and i don't know what sierra was doing either yeah
3: because she got there shortly after right like yeah. she was like late I oh, um, was, was she
1: she just wasn't there for the oh yeah because she was in there later in the episode yeah. i don't know she just missed that weekend
3: um yeah whenever sam is you know Lindsay's go-to person now i'm like congrats you got the like 25 year old new girl to be on your side like do you even have real friends does she even like you know what i mean like it's like Lindsay. yeah people the old friends showed up to that event or whatever but i'm like who are these people i know who are your friends
1: did you um i mean just to like really get into it but (laughs) Well, first, this will segue into this, but Paige, I loved Paige. Just saying, straight in her confessional, that Lindsay absolutely knew this proposal oh, was yeah. going to happen. I mean, you you believe that, right? I mean, for fully.
3: sure. I mean, yeah. Look what she wore. Look how she acted. She's such a bad
1: actor. She did, she did the classic um, hands over the mouth surprise Beeb! face. Which you, yeah, which you only do. And then I, I then, this is like it's so bad to say for me because i'm such a new viewer to summer house but i was slightly embarrassed when carl and Lindsay arrived to their big party just knowing that Lindsay most likely knows this is happening when carl had no excuse for why she couldn't call her family she's like should i call my yeah. family on the way he goes oh no uh service bad uh, uh no it's bad <laughs> just service. don't do that <laughs> yeah please don't do that they're all going to be here 20 minutes from now i was like I had embarrassment, and then Danielle was just muddying the waters with everyone going around to say how she. I just found out an hour ago. (laughs)
3: Yeah, Yeah, I just found out. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy that you're here. I didn't know. When did she tell you? (laughs) Yeah, that was that was so great. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I saw a clip online. uh, Someone posted page saying like she knew she was getting engaged. She wore shoulder pads, and then Lindsay commented on (gasps) it. Was like. Funny because she's the one that helped me pick the dress out. Uh. And all the comments were like hating on Paige and Danielle. And then I saw another comment where Lindsay commented on the same video again and was like, funny that she has an opinion because she's wearing a top made out of like placemats or something like that. And I was like, why are you like running around the comments like hating on page? Like what she said wasn't even mean. Like it was funny.
1: And she said, I would have done the same thing. She yeah. She Paged says perfectly. like,
3: I, she was like respect. Yeah. Yeah. Like she was doing commentary. It wasn't hateful at all. Well,
1: yeah. Yes.
3: So defensive. I fucking hate Lindsay. I'm saying it. <laughs> I'm I'm tired of bottling it up. I hate her. Well,
1: okay, so I have a question. I don't I don't hate I don't hate anyone. I'm definitely dismayed at this era of Carl and Lindsay. I feel like I should be feeling so much more, but I am such a whirlwind viewer. I just tapped into the Summer House universe, but as a newcomer who watched all this in in a month, I'm wondering who the hell are these Rad House stands that are just like. Why it, can't anybody be happy? This is a beautiful love. The most beautiful love I've ever seen. Like who it's are pathetic. these? Pathetic.
3: I'm so sick of it. Um, what's her name? The star of that show, the other two, was on Watch What Happens Live the other night. Oh, and she
1: said Danielle, mind your business, get hap- be yeah, happy. Yeah, she was like, then. They're
3: happy, like mind your business. I was like, What aren't like aren't you um a person with brains? Can you not see that this is such an awkward forced scenario? I just yeah. don't understand. People are insane uh it's like I don't know it's that's why it's so upsetting to see like like Danielle you know muddying the waters at the party I was like well that's ruining everything for us trying to defend her like that doesn't look good.
1: I still liked it. But yeah, that was one. That was less defensible than her saying it at the kitchen. You know, like I was proud right. of her then. But then I was like, Daniel, no, don't tell everyone how you're thinking because then that's going to get back to Lindsay. And then
3: we haven't talked about the breaking the fourth wall <laughs> yes. with the producer in her bathroom because bathroom, she's having a mental breakdown about yes. going to the engagement. And I think outside of a physical fight, I don't recall ever seeing a producer on Summer
1: House. Just, just the, the Luke moment just the huge luke blowout that's the only time i think they've uh broken the fourth wall because they don't really need to a lot because so much of it is just like you know on their their cameras in their bedroom or whatever but yeah that was that was like dan it just to me that showed just how hurt danielle actually is by this
3: no she was like losing it yeah um but uh so that was interesting she
1: put all her eggs in the Lindsay basket
3: Huge mistake. Huge mistake.
1: <laughs> and I love that now that Danielle is sort of out of the Lindsay basket that had all of the eggs in it, I'm now Paige and Amanda and Maya are so much more sympathetic to Danielle. She just yeah. seems... She's becoming more I mean, vibrant. would
3: rather hang out with that group of girls like anyways? She was
1: ride or die, and Lindsay threw her away like trash. Yeah. Rad house people. How do you feel about that? And even I didn't really... I didn't love Danielle in the beginning seasons because she was such a Lindsay. Yeah. uh, You know, ride or die, I felt like Lindsay was just bringing her on so she had someone to talk to, and Danielle wasn't, you know, showing her full personality. But as the seasons have gone on, I'm like, Danielle is legitimately fun. Yeah. She's a great presence in the house. She's been there since the beginning, and this is like the iconic Danielle season. I'm fully on Danielle's side. Yeah,
3: for sure. And then um, I loved how Robert. Uh, represented her uh, to Carl. Uh, He said everything so clearly, Mm -hmm. calmly, but with emotion, you know, he was pissed for sure. Um, But he made a great case that was totally understandable and Carl like lost his mind.
1: Carl was like rational thoughts. This person (laughs) is speaking articulately and everything he's saying makes sense. I can't take this.
3: Right, because... Danielle can't really talk about it rationally so then they can just brush her off and be like
1: she's insane she screamed into a pillow when she heard how fast you guys are going
3: (laughs) whereas Robert just said it very clearly and then Carl starts to be like well I didn't tell any of the girls in the house and Robert's like I'm gonna stop you right there love it Uh, that already is insulting and you know why like
1: to lump her in with as just one of the girls Robert killed it beautiful powerful succinct every line cut like a dagger He was so right and i loved his defense of danielle she
3: should have married him right then and there i'm so sad that they broke up because
1: do you know why they did just because i don't know
3: i don't know i think it you know they were kind of implying that they had major issues all season you know mm-hmm. they're kind of long distance basically he's working non-stop so i assume it was just like the cracks of pressure from that like they were headed in that direction um but i it just pisses me off because you know that Lindsay's like, well, like they're not even together anymore. So who cares?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's what Lindsay said.
3: (laughs) Well, (laughs) in my opinion, I can just imagine that she's like, well, like, look who has the last laugh. We're getting married and you're, you got dumped or whatever. Totally.
1: Totally. And it's like, yeah, it makes, it makes this defense like that Robert gave to Danielle mean nothing, even though it meant so much to me. I mean, I was trying to think like, one of the best defenses of a significant other that I've ever seen on Bravo, for sure.
3: It was really good because it was, you know, like I said, emotional. Like he really cared and felt like he really needed to say something. Like you could tell even when he got there to the house, he kind of gave yes. them cold greetings. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I love he was like, that. "I'm not going to say this right now, but like, I hate you guys. Like, yeah. I'm pissed." Um, and Lins- so Lindsay
1: just went straight into making that upside down pineapple cake. I was yeah. like, "What the hell is she making?" It was <laughs> manic. <went>
3: like- <laughs> like (laughs) mid-century desserts um but yeah uh but, yeah, he, you know, totally had her back. And, like, he knows Carl. Like, it wasn't out of yes. place. Like Yes, and I know? love what he
1: said. He he was like, I guess we just have to accept that we are not as close as we felt like we were to you guys. Because they obviously yeah. were close. Like, it, right. just, it was so, it was really, really well said. And, you know. No, it was perfect.
3: great. And then Carl just goes completely batshit. Like, mic Why? off. Like, bravo, bravo, bravo. Yeah. Like, cameras down. Again, another like, fourth wall breaking yeah. the same
1: episode. But, like. Do you think was that is that just like Carl's like I want an explosive moment because I'm so mad and I want this this environment to like reflect how mad I am or or no, does I, he just not know how to combat logical thought that no, he did I, the yeah, wrong thing? I think
3: he was totally overwhelmed. He's between a rock and a hard place. He's terrified of Lindsay, so he Wait,
1: Lindsay's the hard place or the rock? <laughs> the hard place. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, she like he you know in a perfect world he would totally in all of his danielle conversations for the most part he really does listen to her and in a you yes. know if Lindsay wasn't so difficult he it would be solved he would understand the situation and he would meet in the middle but he can't like his brain he's like controlled by her and yes. so he's freaking out because he's like i actually can't empathize with these people because she will be so pissed.
1: You're right. And Lindsay, I I think almost gave him a clear, um, whatever that's called, like, strict line about how he should view Danielle she said something like you do not never need to apologize or you should never yeah. apologize to her for yeah. what you did yeah and then when he starts to when she comes back after the you know Robert talk and she tells him she's like I told you ne- that we never <laughs> need to apologize for this it's like she gave him a rule for yeah. how he needs to think about right. this Danielle situation
3: right it's like when they get in that fight uh like at bedtime when oh, yeah. uh, he's like well you know I understood what she was saying and I think the conversation went well and she's like it went well for you and it's like well (laughs) there's three of you and two of you talked about it so you're left like you're next (laughs) yeah
1: and then uh, this is the same episode I hope I'm not getting it confused this is the same episode where they just did they leave to go to Southampton Social or was that last week's episode did they leave the whole group of people and Maya's like they left was that? Was that? Because that, that's when they go to party. Okay, I thought that's when they go to party after their engagement party oh. and they leave. Oh, no, I don't know. No, that couldn't have been. Maybe that's episodes. Well, last
3: night was, or not last night, but Monday. Monday. night was like kind of a cliffhanger, right? Like it right, ends he with him off. flipping off the cameras. It's like beep beep. Yeah, that was wild. <laughs> and yeah. Kyle's like, "What the hell?" Um, I mean to play devil's advocate I don't want to but I can imagine getting pissed off and overwhelmed at the idea of having to have that conversation at your engagement party like I get yes. being like it's like someone like bringing beef up to you at your wedding or something and you're like bitch I'm at my wedding can this fucking wait
1: Yes but but was <laughs> that was the bar after their engagement party cuz their engagement party was at Dockers Okay, yeah, that's where the big all the family was, and then I I, I can't remember the timeline because it was so action packed. But I think that was at a bar. Oh,
3: I didn't realize there was a second location, but still, no, the, maybe you're to, right. Was
1: that at Dockers? You know, Carl wasn't freaking out at Dockers with all the family members screaming. And I don't know.
3: <laughs> I, I I don't remember them changing locations, but I could. Be okay, wrong.
1: No, 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 I I could be wrong. Um, I, I'm probably wrong. But I'm still, getting...
3: it's the day of your engagement, yes. so even if they went to a second location, it's technically still your engagement party yes. like night. Yes. So I can understand being like how dare you bring this up right now even though it, that's what it's about yeah but also you're on a show so get over it but yeah. um yeah i was fired up me too and i'm not looking forward to their wedding i um can't wait for the reunion to see how this shakes out i am afraid though that andy's like team carlito hub hublito he's
1: a- he's a hub leto stan how do you know how could he be i mean
3: when Lindsay was on watch what happens live he has said this multiple times where he goes you know you guys were friends for seven years that's the bedrock of your relationship so he said that i'm reading his book right now or listening to it rather <gasps> daddy diaries yeah it's really good oh i can't uh, <laughs> wait we're getting
1: a signed copy you yes know, at we're the... going
3: next week yeah that's next week right yeah um but yeah i started listening to it and um He makes a Carl and Lindsay reference in it because, you know, it's, he goes, it's basically day to day of his life. He says, like, what he's up to the same as his other books. But so it'll be like, I'm having Carl and Lindsay on Watch What Happens Live tonight. And he's like, they're the first couple of Bravo right now that everybody's rooting for. I was like, bitch, shut up. Like, I'm just afraid that he's going to be so in the bag for them at the reunion that it's going to be unfair moderation.
1: But so like... Are we like the cynical minority in this whole thing?
3: I mean, every time I go online, it's like deeply pro.
1: Pro rad house. I'm like.
3: But we've gotten some comments from little turtles that agree with us. And I feel very validated when they say that.
1: Me too. Yeah. And I, I posted a, you know, a recap or thoughts, you know, on TikTok. And I had 90% like anti-Danielle slander and i was just like wow i've never been so off from the bravo fandom where i feel like whoa why do i think so differently than everyone else
3: yeah i don't know i'm just like i already was like grossed out by their relationship so the fact that danielle's whole storyline despite being big supporters of both of them that she the closest person to them thinks it's weird i feel validated by that
1: Yes, you know exactly. And Kyle feels weird. He's not as vocal about right. it, but he doesn't. He's not fully supportive. He keeps talking about that time he cried when he heard the news, and I'm wondering, was he crying <laughs> from pure joy or was he a little? No, you know, I upset? would
3: love to get the real tea from Kyle um, because he also understands that Carl has changed, basically not for the better, despite you know living a healthier lifestyle. Again, I'm happy for Carl not to drink. That's not what I'm talking about. It goes
1: without saying. We're happy for Carl.
0: Right.
3: But I'm like, Kyle and Danielle are like his closest friends and they both think something is rotten. So what the hell?
1: So who are we to disagree with them? (laughs)
3: Like Kyle essentially always minds his own business. Like he like stands up for his wife. He's usually the one under attack. He's not usually going after people or their relationships like he doesn't really care no like he's like whatever but this specifically irks him a little bit and he kind of has to give up on it because he works with Carl and they already have drama like he's not trying to get into it but you can tell even when he's trying to be heartfelt you can tell he doesn't mean it a hundred percent
1: Exactly. I mean, the house, you can tell. They're not, like we said, they're not as vocal as Danielle. No one's going out on a limb like Danielle. But it is not a full positive. The Bravo community's, um, you know, thoughts on this relationship should be just like within the summer house, which is mixed. Right. At the very least. Totally. Almost veering towards a negative.
3: (laughs) Totally. I mean, like I said, when Kyle and Amanda got engaged on that boat, I was crying. Oh, was, I was so happy for beautiful. them, despite the fact that he cheated on her and they've had so many trials and tribulations. Like I, you can still tell that you can feel it's worth. It's all worth it. They yeah. like that love burns through the television.
1: <laughs> I know they are in love. I see it every minute. They are looking at each other. That they're in love.
3: Yeah. And again, Carl and Lindsay. All they do is talk about it. All they do is.
1: How handsome! Like, how beautiful! I love you, babe.
3: PDA, like fish lip kisses, like
1: jumping up on his. What's that called when somebody yeah. hugs you where they jump up on your chest, like just give you a big, big leg bear hug? Did you see the huge uh, page in Amanda press runs that they're on? Summerhouse press runs, Amanda. Yeah. Is on the cover oh, of right. Glamour. Got interviewed for Glamour magazine. I don't know if she's on the cover, but she got a full interview. The <laughs> if she's most...
3: on the cover, I will <laughs> I, scream. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably not the cover, but in a, in an interview, and it's the
1: <laughs> most. I think it was the most normal girl on Bravo. I saw that and yeah. then Paige was in the New York Times. I love it. Yeah, it's they like deserve a, it. Summerhouse era <laughs> is right now. Like, I'm so glad that I caught up to be at this moment. Like, this is an, for oh, me. Yeah. It's, it's this is an iconic is era of timing. Summerhouse. Yeah, I'm so yeah. glad.
3: And I. You know, I've had issues with Paige in the past, but I'm, like, (gasps) obsessed with just... This sounds so stupid, but I'm like, she tells it like it is. (laughs) Like, she, you know, she's snarky, but not mean. And everything she says, she will or would say it to the person's face. Like, without issue. And, yeah, like, she's not mean. She's just honest. And so whenever she's talking to people about her opinion it feels so gratifying because she makes good points she would say it to their face you know it's very clear and like a good point of view and you know all of the people she's friends with at the house are like basically rational people so it's like when they're like talking about something it doesn't feel all like nasty it feels just like i don't know like normal yeah
1: i agree with page 95 percent of the time i think she's like obviously very smart and very funny probably the funniest summer house cast member what were the times when you disagreed with Paige
3: I mean I feel like her Hannah era there was like (laughs) and then like the stuff of when she would always be like Amanda are you sure you want to marry Kyle and it's like okay mind your business (laughs) yeah you're right those those are the
1: two moments I I sort of forgot because I'm you know I've been loving Paige for so long but Yeah. yeah her Hannah defense especially at that reunion when she was the only one on Hannah's side that was a little strange and then yeah she did really dig deep into Amanda and Kyle's relationship but for the most part Paige is such a great presence on the show
3: I love that she was giving Craig shit um for um when he was rage driving and she was like do you want to yell at that guy too like are you done yeah (laughs) that was great I love that you know I honestly I'll be so happy if she dumps Craig but that's just me
1: Yeah, you know, I now have more of an affinity for Craig. We're not going to do the Southern Charm minute yet. Yeah. Only because we didn't talk about it. And I don't think we should delve deeper into another show. But I have more of an affinity for Craig after seeing him the first two seasons. He might turn into a monster at some point. But right now, like, I liked seeing his humble origin. So it, it may be more sympathetic to him, but maybe I'm going to have a, a, an era where I, you know, hate Craig. I, I don't know if that comes. Yeah, in I'm
3: ready for you to see him in his post Naomi oh, uh, era.
1: Oh, oh no. <laughs> okay. Well, it looks like the timer. Well, uh, do you have anything else to say about uh summer house? No. Okay. Well, it's perfect timing because I think my timer, my 60 second timer just went off. Okay. Well, perfect. good. That was the summer house minute. Um, Was there Um, anything... Yeah, we wanted to talk about before the recap.
3: Well, I'll just uh, combine two things um, of Andy. I'm reading his book, and then we were just talking about Craig. I just want to mention uh, earlier this morning, I saw that Andy was getting on a train to D.C. to do a book event, and he got on the train, and Craig was on the train. So today, they were just sitting together on a train to... Craig was going to Delaware, and they were just eating cheese plates together. And I'm like... I'm a little annoyed that Craig gets that bonding time with Daddy Andy.
1: <laughs> I know. Imagine. He's like getting, yeah, like Andy, he gets very special time with Andy right then on that on that train ride. Is that? I wonder if that's the train that Biden takes be, oh, back yeah, in the day because yeah. you'd always go from D.C. to Delaware. He must be yeah. on that train all the time, or yeah. used to be.
3: Love that. Um, but yeah, I thought that was really funny because I'm like in the thick of listening to his book right now. And so I bet if he writes another book that... Him riding the train with Craig will be in that book.
1: That would be so fun. <laughs> train diaries.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, so you're loving the book. I mean, we that's you should endorse it if you're reading it. Is it good? No,
3: it's great. It's, you know, the same format as his other books where, you know, it's like a daily diary. So it's like month by month, like April 2022. And then it's just like started out the day like. Ben had a fit, and I had to go do a radio show. And that, like, it's like truly, he's just like the busiest man on earth. And now, in this book, he has two kids. So he's dealing with the kids, but also, you know, working like five jobs. And then he has like an insane social life. And his friends come over for nightcaps at midnight all the time. And he's a man about town, but still sees his kids all the time. And. You know, he has such a fun life. He's the king of the West Village.
1: So a little sneak peek into Andy's life. That's, yeah. Sounds really nice.
3: Yeah. And he's um renovating. He's building a new house in the Hamptons at this time. Wow. And he's also renovating. I think he like keeps buying up apartments on his floor in New York. Like, no way. He... Uh, I think he said he bought a studio to then add the new baby's room. So he's always doing construction. He talks about his ice maker a lot, um, which I love that he has such specific opinions about the kind of ice he uses because I feel that way too. Um, What does
1: he use, like crushed ice?
3: He doesn't say exactly, but he said that he has an ice machine that his neighbor hates because it's really loud. And so he was replacing it. He was putting the old machine in a new area and getting a new machine for the new bar. And he was like, but I hate the cubes on the new machine. And I'm wow. like, tell me more. <laughs> if we ever interview Andy
1: Cohen, which you know is entirely possible, let's yes. remember to ask him... Because what his preference for ice is.
3: I will. Because it comes up like 10 times. That's he talks awesome. about the yeah. ice maker like 10 times. And that's, I'm like, that's the kind of shit I care about. Like um, our friend Lindsay, that sometimes you stay at her house. Um, she has a pebble ice maker, which actually she hasn't set up in her new house. I, we should get on Yeah, about for sure. that. Because I like using it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And pebble
1: ice is like the little rock ice, right? Yeah. But mushy is it a little bit of mushy um, ice.
3: Well, that's best case scenario crushed ice. I like when, you know, you go to like a oh, yeah. you know, like a charbroil restaurant or whatever, they always have like crushed ice and it's like it looks almost like a snow cone at the bottom, you right. know, like your coke like absorbs into the crushed ice. Um but yeah, the pebble ice is like halfway there and then, you know, we there's like boring regular ice and worst of all at my house just ice trays oh
1: i have ice trays too (laughs) i never think about what my preference for ice is but if i had to choose one i think crushed is kind of fun
3: i do love that um it's very satisfying and then it kind of turns your drink i feel like it melts i kind of i don't know i kind of have a sick love of like half like when the ice has melted and then It's like your diet coke, and it's kind of just like watered down diet coke with the ice. You like that? Yeah. Well, (laughs) I
1: didn't know we were going to do ice talk minute, but I am so glad we did. It's been a segment that was sort of died on the vine. I,
3: if it's going to be a hot year this year, I might splurge and buy an ice maker.
1: Whoa. Okay. The time has come. Yeah, that sounds so fun. I mean, it is um, something that is like sort of a luxury. Like I I never think about it. I hate my ice trays. Yeah. I I make like six ice cubes and then it takes 24 hours to get the next six. And if
3: you're entertaining, forget it.
1: Oh, yeah. I have no ice.
3: You just have to go get a bag of ice. But yeah, the dream is is to have the thing like that Jax breaks the glass in, like the like true like bar ice machine. Oh, yeah. It's like you can get a whole scoop
1: Oh, no. yes. Yeah, I would love that. Can I be one of the first people to try some of your ice if you get a maker? Yes. Okay, thank you so much.
3: <laughs> All right, well, that has been the <laughs> Summer Ice Minute. Um, maybe we can get sponsored.
1: By ice? Yeah. yeah. like the polar bear ice?
3: Yeah, or like, um, who makes that ice maker? Is it like, it's like... Um, I think it's, maybe it's Frigidaire. I yeah. don't know.
1: What if they're like, your ice delivery arrived, and then it's just a pool of water in a plastic bag? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's
3: like, um, remember in The Great Gatsby, um, there's Film? like the heat wave, and then, well, I think both, but yeah, they, you know, before they had air conditioning, the <laughs> air conditioning, yeah. they would put like a cube of ice in front of a fan. Yes. And it would blow you. Yes. It would blow you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, I like that. <laughs> Old timey
1: ice, big bricks of ice.
3: Let's have an ice party. Okay, that's so fun. All right. Let's do a record inside an ice lounge. Maybe,
1: I love the idea of that. Maybe we can incorporate different uh, types of ice at if we possibly have a watch party <laughs> on the 17th.
3: We could have an ice sculpture of Jiggy. Oh, that is so nice. And an ice
1: luge. Hopefully it's hot that day. (laughs) So people are stoked on all this ice. But anyway, well, yeah, that's amazing. That's great. And then I knew we did want to talk about ice. Was there anything more news we wanted to talk about before we get into this explosive episode of Vanderpump Rules?
3: I don't think so. I mean, I had written down um, James Kennedy bought a house. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Yes. Um, In the Valley, which I feel like he has kind of made fun of people living in the valley but
1: yeah he market has spoken yeah i know yeah and and people were trying to pretend like it was a poop hole that he bought (laughs) they don't they don't know that that house that was actually there i think was demolished and they're they're, they created a new house there they showed this like really yeah they showed this like really i know they're like this is what you could buy for one million dollars in burbank or whatever but that's not actually the house like it's it's like a renovated house i'm pretty Uh, sure
3: Definitely renovated. It has the like what they call the like gentrification fence oh, it does. of like the like okay. horizontal yeah, slats. I'm, prou- I'm proud of it. I mean, no, I mean, that's a big accomplishment. It's just funny that it's such a single family home. Like it's not like pimping no. at all. Yeah. Like, well, it's just, yeah. It's goes... just like a family home in Burbank. It does have a pool, which is great, but I'm like, why didn't he, he could have gotten like a condo, like, you know, like live in a high rise that's like sexier, you know? Yeah. Do you think it's he It's not wants to... my vibe, but like, it's dj james kennedy yeah
1: right yeah i guess it doesn't really (laughs) gel with his like image i guess but i think it's just indicative of just how expensive it is to buy property here and he just wants you know a home how many bedrooms was it? like three i think it's three okay yeah but yeah a pool that's
3: great he'll definitely turn up in the pool do you think he will invite us yes okay when for the housewarming i want to get there by no later than
1: july okay so we're hoping that he invites us like maybe july 4th 4th for the july party
3: they should be filming by then no
1: i I, I, yes for sure well uh, yeah i guess okay so is that the last bit of news
0: yeah i think so
3: Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase.
1: Okay, I want to talk about just your overall thoughts before we dive deep into this episode, because I don't know really what you thought about this. How did you feel about season 10, episode 14? What's it called? There's just something about her. There's something about <laughs> There's her. There's something about her. How'd you feel about this episode?
3: Had a great time. Yes. Um, by the end, I was hooting and hollering. Um,
1: Me too. It
3: was, you know, there was, I was entertained throughout, but the end obviously was major.
1: Yes. How about you? I- exactly the same. First uh, 20 minutes, I was very worried. <laughs> I was very worried when I started to get little peeks into the something about her launch and and, and uh, Raquel shopping for lightning bolt necklace. I was like, uh-oh. Back-to-back scenes where I'm just not loving life here. This is not fun. But yeah. then when they get something about her, and it's like, uh, it, I don't want to go uh, so in detail, but then, yeah, the something about her launch, which was like ironically interesting. And then yeah. the Lisa's birthday, which oh we've God. never seen Lisa's birthday yeah. ever because they're filming in September. They're filming right. so late this season for some reason that we get a glimpse at what Lisa does on her birthday <laughs> right. or the day after her birthday. I was like, that's the best Twenty minutes, you know, maybe of the season, <laughs> top top three, up with Hermosa Beach, up with yeah. the divorce uh, dinner that that Katie and uh, Schwartz had. I was like, this is an iconic moment this season. I yeah. loved every minute of it.
3: Totally, and I think you know, obviously, it was made so much better with the knowledge of what's to come. But I think, you know, to answer the question of whether this season would have been any good without Scandal, this episode still would have been entertaining.
1: Yes, it it would have ended on a high note. I we had been I think skeptical of how this drama between Schwartz and Raquel was sort of a flop and that how much energy can you actually drain right. out of this moment that like was just so boring and nothing. Right. But the fact that Raquel keeps bringing it back to Katie. She's a pest. Like just just can't stop talking about it with Katie at this party. <laughs> Finally, Katie's rage and her light them on fire mentality finally culminates in pure, beautiful <laughs> rage. And Raquel, I was like, wow, the storyline actually did work. Because Raquel kept right. bringing Poking it to the Katie. Bear. Yes, the bear. Yes, she poked the bear and Katie poked back. It yeah. was amazing.
3: I just can't even imagine. I feel like, I mean, I'm like averse to confrontation in general, but I would just be like, I mean, she kind of tried, but I would just be like, I'm not talking to you katie get no raquel. Oh, 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 <laughs> like oh, oh, oh. i'd be like get she does she does try and say like get away from me i don't want to talk to you but like i would just be like i'm not even having this conversation at all well, like but katie <laughs>
1: does say that i, I know. mean she, she she says it a lot i know she's like she's like why are you talking to me <laughs> what are you doing right now get away it's like i it's would like...
3: literally just like run around the restaurant and raquel would, would still just like follow her around if she just tried to like walk away she just keeps popping up I, like I whack-a-mole mean,
1: Ra- raquel coming out we're, we're getting into it but but we'll go back and do it like in depth but but raquel coming back out for round two with katie in the sir alley like having a shocking it was shocking i was like whoa raquel and
3: schwartz doesn't even like no. he's like he's not like why are you out here like don't like all this is like my thing to deal with he's like let her talk
1: <laughs> let her talk <laughs> Katie, don't be so mean to her. Easily, he could have just said, hey, do you mind if we have one minute? He could have still maintained the nice guy persona and just said, Raquel, I'm sorry. We are having a little bit of a private talk, but he he lets Raquel have a moment with his (laughs) wife who is so upset with him, gives her time, is on her side versus Katie's again. It's, yeah. It's ridiculous. Wild.
3: Um, Yeah, well, we will circle back to all of that in detail, but let's start out. We are yet again... At Villarosa.
1: Yes. I love yes. that
3: we're getting so much Villarosa.
1: Yeah, I, I knew you would like that little <laughs> scene. Um Yeah. And Did you love it? Ken
3: mm-hmm. is talking to Diamonds, the mini horse, and he's like, I can tell you know you're getting a little friend. Um and then they, you know, they have to replace rosé they got a brown horse named velvet and lisa's like crying to diamonds she's like i know it's not rosé but it's a new friend i was like stop i can't handle this
1: yeah that was so sweet and when ken was saying i know you're excited for a new friend i didn't think the friend would be right there (laughs) the velvet was arriving that was really sweet
3: i love that they care so much about their little petting zoo that they have to keep it maintained i mean i assume i think horses are social creatures so they do need a friend um so i'm glad they're on top of that because i'm sometimes worried about when people have questionable like farm pets or exotic pets at residential homes but they seem to really no one care about how they live.
1: Like um, Schwartz with dog, when oh, he God. murdered his animal, his <laughs> rare exotic animal. He in was alive days. for like yeah,
3: like forty eight hours.
1: And, and Schwartz is like, yeah, I did everything you're supposed to do for him. He just, I don't know, he died. He it's had like, depression. He, could you imagine how bad they were taking care of dog? I, I don't mean, even want to think
3: about it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So then it, we're at something about her. Which we, is ongoing in this episode. <laughs> well, like, it
1: kind of starts with. I mean, there's just a little moment of them going. We, <laughs> I mean, we can talk about it because it's there's just that Sheena daughter scene, and then it's yeah. it's the first scene is the first big scene is something about her. So Sheena is just playing with you know her or Brock's playing with her daughter. She's yeah. like put put him in an umbrella. That's the only Sheena moment I think we get this entire episode, right? Yeah, because Sheena she, can't be a part of it. She gets
3: COVID. Yeah, um, but I wrote down. I just wrote down Sheena and Brock happy for them yeah like their life just seems nice like they seem like they actually like each other they love their baby and they live in their little condo or whatever and they just like seem happy i was like that's nice
1: i I, yeah i really i love all the glimpses we get (laughs) even they're just like nice little snippets of their life i really do enjoy it and then we see something about her And this complete—I'm just going to say—rush it, job of them trying (laughs) to get this place to look even halfway decent so they can have a finale party. Yeah, you know. (laughs) So my theory, remember last week or whatever, I was like, when they found out that Schwartz and Sandy's was not going to be open, which in the in the storybook for this season, when the producers were going through it, they were like, (laughs) and a huge finale party in Schwartz and Sandy's. We'll push the schedule, you guys. You know, you need more time, whatever. We're going to make it so the end of this is Schwartz and Sandy's. That'll complete the perfect arc and then the minute when that wasn't possible because we see all of the floundering that goes on they were like okay katie and ariana have a business right (laughs) they're (laughs)
3: like we'll put like a single table in the center and just like stack up some sandwiches and that's
1: it did you see the kitchen yeah it had like it had like medical waste (laughs) on it and (laughs) Plastic gloves and like a slurpy, defunct slurpy machine. It was like, and, and Ariana, or Katie's like, we're going to need to clean the kitchen. And Ariana goes, yeah, yeah, definitely.
3: Penny, the chef consultant, is not going to like that.
1: No, who is... Okay, so yeah, uh, you, I wanted to ask you, who is Penny? I completely forgot who Penny was. I don't was. know,
3: but they imply that she came to them by way of Lisa, right?
1: Yes, they imply that, and they're, they consider her a professional because they right. say, unlike... Shorts and Sandy's we're going to work with a professional we're, we're not too proud to work with a professional or right. are they are they talking shit about Greg or something
3: yeah well that's the thing it's like so uh, it's just they keep so like every time Schwartz and Sandoval talk about something about her they're saying like if only what would what would it were so sim- <laughs> simple what would it? What, yeah what is that line That iconic beautiful
1: line oh, from Hail Caesar, Hail Caesar. Yeah. <laughs> what, what would, would it, what, what would what would <laughs> I can't get it yeah, out I either. Forget. Yeah, right.
3: What, what if it were so simple? What if uh, it yeah. were...
1: <laughs> what if it were so simple or whatever? They are just like... They are so f- talking fancifully about how easy, easy something right. about her is. It's like it's Which locked and loaded. they say
3: that and then it's like they're going to take just as long to open yeah. despite being a much simpler concept. I, I'm just
1: wondering, they're like, they are they think the size is so much more manageable that the fact that they're not serving alcohol, they're just like, that is a one and done, rip it and grip it. They're in <laughs> and out. Like, what are they talking about? I'm like, about? what
3: makes you think that? Like, they haven't started at all yet. There's <laughs> nothing in there. Like, what do you think?
1: They keep saying, I'm so jealous of them. I'm so jealous of them.
3: It's so weird. And yeah. then, yeah, they're yeah. like, unlike them, we, uh, we're uh we willing to ask professionals for help. And it's like, well, they do have an investor Who's kind of like helping them run the shots over there? The problem is like they need. I mean, I'm not trying to uh, sympathize with the Schwartz and Sandys, um, you know, uh, mm-hmm. difficulty opening, but they are trying. They're what they've been saying recently is that the staffing is the hard part. Yes, which I'm like it should be interesting when something about her gets to that point. I want,
1: exactly. Oh, right. When people are like walking out, I wish we would have seen a little bit of like the staff revolting. I think I yeah. said that. I wish we could see like the staff walkouts, like the chef taking off his apron and <laughs> yeah. throwing his chef's hat on the ground in defiance. Yeah. Um, but anything about this scene, I mean, besides them having to clean up this place for the first time, Ariana points to the patio and is like, that's the cute little patio. And then there's like sewage. Yeah. <laughs> I was loving just watching because we've talked about something about her. I was like imagining your reaction to something about her. Like it could not have looked worse. And, you know, I love Ariana and Katie more than life itself. And I feel like this was a total rush job. Like they did not even want to do this. That's why it wasn't. That's why it sat unopened for a year. They were right. not ready right. to make this commitment. Production pushed this on them. And that's yeah. why there is raw sewage, brown, <laughs> like water under the patio. That's
3: from the Chud Tunnel. <laughs> Um, But I loved, I think this happens later, but when they have the table in the center for their setup and Ariana's like, should we steam this tablecloth? And (laughs) Katie's like, um, no. (laughs) And I'm like, it's the only thing in the entire room and you don't even care about what that looks like.
1: That was so (laughs) indicative of this entire setup. The fact that she wouldn't even waste a second to to, um, yeah, make the tablecloth look good. The only thing that is there.
3: And their glasses were borrowed from Schwartz and Sandy's. I know. That was fun.
1: So there wasn't like this scene. I just said, who is Penny? Because I feel like they must have cut out a scene where right. we were introduced to her. She's like the restaurant consultant, yeah. I guess. no, it was
3: kind of confusing. And then they kind of talk about, while they're cleaning up the slop kitchen, they talk about the whole um, drama about Labor Day.
1: Yes, and Ariana states definitively that she doesn't actually really care what Tom was doing that day. She thinks it was sort of overblown. She's not going to criticize Lala for... Bringing up something about the relationship, like she's not going to get mad, but she was totally fine with what happened. Yeah. So she's sort of like Sandoval's out of the doghouse. She's not thinking about that anymore. She just
3: doesn't want people questioning her relationship. Which I was going to bring this up before, but I saw Lala yet again was I don't know if it was her podcast or someone else's, but she was saying Lala said that when she brought up that Labor Day situation to Ariana at that Tom Tom party, that off. It didn't make the cut, but Ariana basically did bravo, bravo, bravo on her and was like, I don't want to talk about this. Like she was like, she shut it down and she was like, no, like, I don't want to talk about this. I'm not interested. And then they sort of like found a way back in and she was like willing to entertain it but she was like tom you need to like come be part of this oh so
1: that was so so before they actually had this conversation ariana was like not letting it happen
3: which i'm like they should have left that in that's interesting i know like i think that now that like the cat's out of the bag on the fourth wall kind of thing sometimes it really adds something special like i don't remember do you watch potomac
1: uh yeah, but up to like season 4 so and I've only seen it once so I might not be knowledgeable okay. but just tell me the well, moment. Well there's
3: on the newest just past season um so you know Ashley Darby her husband turned out to be like a perv kind of and yeah, he, he got in grabbing, trouble for he's grabbing ass. Yeah. So he's like the pervy husband of the group but then on this newest season they sort of tried to start up this Thing that candace's husband was chris. inappropriate yeah chris. chris who i love um, i like it's, him too yeah um but um giselle makes a comment about him something that happened backstage at the reunion that really didn't add up to anything like i i not to uh Stand with a man in this uh, <laughs> situation, but it kind of just didn't sound like anything. Okay, like, it wasn't grabbing ass. No, it was like, hey, can I talk to you for a second? And she's like, I felt very uncomfortable being alone in a room with him. Oh wow! And it's okay. like she invited him into her dressing room, and then afterwards was like, I think it's weird for a married man to be alone in a woman, like in a room with a woman. I was like. Do you live under like the Taliban rule? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, you can be like alone with a man. Yeah, like that's like Mike Pence rules. Yeah, like, what? To- totally. That's what I was. Yeah, that's so, what I was thinking. Anyways, um, anyways, uh, she they keep kind of trying to make this storyline happen. Uh, like a friend of a friend of one of them is saying that Chris DM'd her, so they're all kind of. It's clearly becoming the next oh. storyline, and Candace is like they do fourth wall breaking where she's like, where's my producer? And they keep it all in. And she's like, I'm not doing this. Like, I'm not letting this happen. I see what you guys are doing and I'm not letting it happen. Like she's like, I see this storyline working itself out in real time. And I'm not participating. Wow. And I was like, that's cool.
1: Yeah. I I would have, I would have loved to see Ariana shut it down. Um, Did Lala, what was Lala? I mean, I wish I would have listened to this. What was Lala's like, uh, how was she saying it? Like, was she, was she just matter of fact about the situation she She wasn't she she
3: wasn't like mad she was kind of like similar to how she ended up acting on the version they showed where she was like it's actually technically not my business i just wanted to like bring it up um so yeah i would love to see that footage
1: me too um i mean i have to make a quick segue but did you see the never before scenes from last week's episode
3: i didn't was there any highlights
1: Yeah, I mean, very quickly, Sheena starts crying at the glamping trip because she gets the wedding footage back, and (laughs) it it was completely foggy or something, and the cameras couldn't acclimate to the Cancun weather, so the scenes of them coming out and walking down the aisle are fully foggy, and Sheena (gasps) breaks down crying because their footage is so bad. She should have vlogged it herself totally and then they showed another scene where james and schwartz have this full reconciliation at Heartspring, and james says i'm so sorry i <gasps> did that and schwartz says i did not mean to make that joke i respect you completely and then they have this like full loving wow. reconciliation and they just didn't include that in the episode Ugh.
3: wow well i have it recorded i'll watch it later okay today.
1: good okay so are we moving out we we learn that ariana did not like that conversation and you just added more fuel to that fire. She is fully on Sandoval. She doesn't care what Sandoval said. He was taking a shit um, and she (laughs) believes it hook, line and sinker.
3: Yeah. I think she also, her attitude in that conversation, I feel like paints their entire relationship of like, you know, they have a conversation later, but like, it just feels like she's like unwilling to even go there both to like talk about it with other people but also even with him yeah like it's just maybe on
1: maybe on the show too a yeah bit, you know for like sure. there is this layer of their relationship that she does not want to peel back on camera and she yeah. sort of nips it in the bud because i felt that too in there right. And they're seen together later. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I was trying to... uh, Last week, I was trying to understand uh, Ariana at the end of that conversation. Ariana like just chugs the wine and she's sort of looking at Lala with this expression that I couldn't determine (laughs) what she meant. And I do think now it was like aggravation at Mm -hmm. this being brought up.
3: Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. It's insane. Um, Yep. (laughs) And then... Next, we are going shopping with Raquel and Charlie. Thank God.
1: Why couldn't they make this scene longer? I was like, oh, please, can we spend 10 minutes at Moonbeams and Polka Dots and see this shopping experience that Charlie and Raquel are having?
3: Charlie is playing her role. She is really just like Raquel's like scene partner whenever they need to someone, throw her in.
1: Yeah, someone for Raquel to say what she's thinking to, like hey. just completely like just... Raquel, what are you thinking right now? Yeah, unchallenged. (laughs) Um, They
3: talk about James. They're saying that James is more into Allie than she is into him. That uh, he sees her as his future wife and she sees him as her current boyfriend. Yeah, Charlie says that.
1: Um, No, I think that... Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't... I don't know Allie enough. Like she could just be more reserved than James. Yeah. James is obviously one of the most like, you know, outgoing, vibrant. He he's I don't know, extra personality. He yeah. likes being over the top. Allie seems very reserved. I don't know how much uh like Allie loves him, but it, there there does seem to be love and respect there. I don't I don't know if I can judge it enough. What yeah. do you
3: think? Um I think I tend to agree with what they were saying, but maybe to a less harsh degree, mm-hmm. I I would be surprised if they got married.
1: Oh, I think they're going to get married. <laughs> okay. No, I, I, I don't know. I, I need to see them one more season. I need to see more scenes of them. Yeah. Um, I just don't know Allie enough. I know that I don't think, I don't love her reaction, which we'll, we'll get into, but I, I don't I still don't love her reaction to what happened at Hermosa Beach. Right. It's it's time for her to finally accept that Hermosa, what James did at Hermosa Beach was iconic and beautiful and powerful. But one thing I did note here is that Raquel talks about how she hated the HeartSpring event to Charlie. She's like, I actually had a really bad time. Here's why I had a bad time. Katie and her mom didn't even say hi back to me at the HeartSpring event. I was just thinking, they show the clip of Raquel going, hi. Yeah. (laughs) And then them going hi hey why the hell does raquel why is she still confused as to why katie and her mom are not saying hi back to her or are mad at her or do not like her what 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 is she still confused by
3: yeah she like deletes all data like
1: every 24 hours (laughs) seriously seriously i just i i'm like i'm i'm watching her and i'm just like what did? What do you think? Why do you not? Rem- yeah, exactly what you said. Why do you not remember what led up to this point? <laughs> you can't imagine a world where Katie doesn't give you a very happy hello when right. she sees you at this point. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was wild. Then we get um, anything else to say after they or before they get that that beautiful lightning bolt necklace.
3: Oh my god! I mean, all I have to say about that is, I mean, to impulse buy a piece of jewelry that expensive at a store like that as an afterthought was so strange to me
1: Uh, yeah counter theory megan was saying which i would never know this but megan was saying that um moonbeams and polka dots for publicity could have just said have a shopping spree on us feature the store anything you pick up and charlie was like get that seven (laughs) hundred and eighty dollar necklace." not that (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> actually oh sorry the clothes um uh, i saw uh, someone posted it i think someone i follow on tiktok very valuable uh, resource but someone showed that 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 necklace is still on their website and it's 480 dollars <gasps> not 780 anymore so huge uh discount wow i
3: love these detectives i yeah. didn't even think to do that yeah and, um, and then
1: oh also there was a little bit of terry shade early terry shade uh-huh. for raquel Raquel was like, after she says she was slighted by Katie and her mom, she was like, I guess it's, uh, I think she says, I guess I can see where Katie gets it. Uh, Terry Shade, wow. early, Katie's mom.
3: Terry's like not problematic. Like
1: uh, Terry is a perfect human being. <laughs> Everything, every word she has spoken this season has been True. Powerful. She's like Robert in the sum, uh, yes. Summer House universe. N- yeah, hundred percent accuracy. Speaking truth. Speaking truth. Perfect.
3: <laughs> yes.
1: Oh, then we get to. I knew you were going to like this scene coming up. I knew it. The booth. We see. We see. Schwartz and Sandys gets their
3: booth. Which. I know that probably pissed you off because you hate the booth. I hate... You wish they never got it I delivered. hate the
1: booth, but they were like, okay, we had 95% of this puzzle the figured out.
3: de resistance.
1: Finally, 5% is here and we can open this bad boy. Look at this booth. And they're just like <laughs> sitting on it triumphantly. Schwartz is like about to cry.
3: He is like despondent in this scene. He has, like, a thousand-yard stare. He, he is like,
1: oh, Sandoval, are you sure we have to do the scene where you talk about Ariana being an- annoyed with you again? He can barely even <laughs> oh give it God. up. He, he, he's supposed to be here to tease out the storyline that Sandoval wanted. I mean, this is my theory, that Sandoval wanted to portray of Ariana and his relationship dissolving. Yeah. Schwartz can barely even <laughs> do it. He...
3: I was like, don't... I mean, whatever. I, I guess whatever i i felt bad for him when he was yeah when he was like i just miss my family he just seemed really sad He goes i want
1: to give them a hug he he looked like he was about to cry yeah uh not to spoil it but he is emotional the rest of the episode he is in a very very bad place i've never seen him like this we've we've been talking about how unhinged schwartz is this entire season how how um, disconnected he is from everything, how aimless he is. And this really just... He could barely get through the scene without crying, it felt like.
3: Yeah, he looked really bummed out. And then, yeah, he had to entertain Sandoval having the same exact conversation that they
1: had at the bagel place. I just feel like... (laughs) I just feel like she just is so annoyed with me. Yeah, I just... She just finds me annoying. And Schwartz is like, yeah, yeah. Oh, she does feel that. Oh, and do you think that's indicative of your relationship in a bigger way? You got to nip that in the bud.
3: Yeah. She's like so bored. And then like the the A plus moment is uh, Sandoval being like, she doesn't do anything around the house. Like there's pens in the house and like batteries in the drawers. And it's like, I'm the one that
1: does that. Yeah. He's like. He's like, oh, we are so low on double A batteries, and I'm always the person restocking. I mean, batteries. is there
3: anything worse than buying batteries? Though I hate buying batteries; they're so expensive.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have just a few in my drawer, just like uh, sand of all, yeah. but I don't really consider it such a major feat to have them <laughs> or anything worth ever commenting on. He also complains about her not buying toilet paper. He's like, he has four things that Ariana did to him that he's just constantly referencing. He's and he's like, ah, let's throw in the pins and batteries thing, and then. <laughs> And he's really stretching it when he talk, starts to talk about his hang gliding thing. He's like,
3: <laughs> "We will really dig into that. Uh, yeah. We're not there yet." So, any
1: anything else about the scene besides the, the how um, how? Uh, schwartz is just completely withdrawn from this storyline he doesn't want to have anything to do with it he's so sad no. and we and we just learned that schwartz and Sandy's they talk about like a future tasting that yeah. is going to happen that we never see in this episode and right. i assume it's not included in this <laughs> season it's just like
3: yeah i'm like also thank god because if we had to watch them do another tasting could I you would imagine if
1: james was invited to myself? another uh, another look looky lou at schwartz and Sandy's? oh my
3: god no um Yeah, I will say, do you think that one time Sandoval went to take a shit, as he is one to do, and there was just a cardboard tube, no toilet paper, and that was the final straw, and he just texted Raquel from the toilet and was like, I'm coming over.
1: (laughs) Amy, you just painted such a powerful (laughs) picture of probably exactly what happened. <laughs> Sandoval, who we know exclusively who we found out that he shits, he got up from the toilet looking for toilet paper, and I think Ariana he did had not... He his
3: bell bottoms <laughs> around his knees. It's he all jangling. Shuffling around. Yeah, like his-
1: the bells and all the stuff. All the stuff, accoutrement on his pants is all jingling, and he's looking for a toilet paper, and Ariana did not, what, restock the toilet paper, right?
3: She never does. Yeah.
1: And so then... <laughs> What did you say? If he then? would just
3: say that, we could maybe all feel a little sympathy for him.
1: Yeah. he. Should, yeah. Why didn't he just <laughs> paint a, a picture <laughs> like He's that? like, she's so
3: depressed that she never buys toilet paper and I have been left to suffer.
1: Yeah. Did you think he should have <laughs> remarked on their toilet paper buying strategy?
3: <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty um, like grasping at straws um, <laughs> complaint, but as someone that is like petty and hates like household chores like i'm like if i was the only one i also hate buying toilet paper also very expensive do you ever think about this whenever you have to buy i'm like how do you ever think about this folks <laughs> <laughs> i'm doing my seinfeld 20 right now but like
1: amy just put on dark sunglasses <laughs> and she's smoking a cigarette
3: <laughs> why is toilet paper so expensive
1: um you know what there was an amazing South Park episode recently where they talked about the sham scam that yes. toilet paper is.
0: <laughs>
1: I don't don't get me started on toilet paper. But I just is. bought
3: some this week. You can't get out of there no. with any decent number of rolls for under like 14 bucks
1: Trader Joe's has pretty good toilet paper if you get the super soft yeah and then you just combine it with paper towels and nobody knows what the hell you're buying if you just have two paper products they're like that looks like a guy who just bought two different (laughs) sets of paper towels if you're ever like uh if you're ever embarrassed to buy toilet paper well
3: you know what see you buy your tp and that's why you're married
1: yep I do (laughs) yeah we never have an issue when I'm two rolls down I just get it on my weekly Trader Joe's runs Did we, we
3: learn nothing from COVID Our I know. society as a whole our biggest fear turned out to be without toilet paper. Do you
1: think Sandoval is just still got a little residual COVID brain where he's like damn I never want to run out again.
3: Yeah, he's like why it's like strikes into his very core of like survival.
1: Yeah, I mean I wonder if there was any way for him to figure out how to get Ariana in on these these you know pen shortages and battery shortages and toilet paper shortages. what
3: does he need all these batteries for anyway
1: i am not sure what he's charging over there who knows what the hell that guy is doing charging his batteries for god knows what
3: lightning bolt yeah he's like all about electricity he has to maintain
1: the power source totally i'm sure his gym has a lot of like weird lights and stuff that needs batteries yeah he seems like a battery guy to me (laughs) <laughs> Dude, I'm glad we got a lot out of that scene because that scene was so, like, bo- obviously, yeah, bleak and, and boring to me. But yeah. then we get to the first yes. sense that we are in a finale and that, you know, this was powerful to me. Yes. Beautiful scene.
3: Yeah. Straight out the gate, a kitty appearance. I always have to mark when there's a cat. Oh, yeah. So there was a cat and Maya, the dog. Um, and uh, Ariana's talking about her sandwiches and uh, she says like we have a logo and he's like you guys have a logo can I see it and I'm like why doesn't he know
1: what the hell one conspiracy up top because that is exactly the sequence (laughs) of events but one little detail I noticed is that it's like 6 p.m. or 7 p.m. it's getting dark and Sandoval goes do you want some coffee and Ariana's like, sure, I'll take one. I don't want to have too much. Obviously, it's really late, you know, for some reason. But I think the way Sandoval acted, he was trying to highlight in this scene the little things he does for <laughs> yeah. Ariana that he wouldn't have done if it was on camera because the way he says it is almost kind of performative. Right. Like he's getting the dumpling latte yeah. Well, at first ready.
3: I was like um when he first goes like do you want one or do you want anything i was like my brain immediately shot back to that um finale trailer where he's like do you want anything and she's like for you to die so when he was like do you want one i was like is she gonna be like for you to die and then it was something else And i was like oh okay yeah yeah okay we're safe (laughs) she's not gonna tell him
1: that she wants him to die yet yeah no i really do think uh I want people to rewatch if you ever do rewatch and see if my theory is right. Sandoval comes off a little performative when he's talking about those coffees. And it's also a weird time to drink coffee. I think right. he wanted this scene where he knows they're going to delve deep into their relationship to be started off with the little things he does for Ariana. And we already know because they keep playing that clip of where Schwartz is like, Does she do anything <laughs> back for you? And he goes, No. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. No, we needed evidence of and, the and dumpling did, latte. Yeah. Did you
1: see when she shows off the something about her logos that they're all pixelated? <laughs>
3: <laughs> they're. I'm sorry. Un, I'm unimpressed. <laughs> well, it's just, it's like I, Times I, New Roman.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It looks like I, I, it looks like our I Survived Argentine Beef Week design a little bit, don't you think? I mean, just for just a very simple black on white, like yeah. I mean, I, I I think it just lends more credence to the theory that this was not ever going to be the focus this season. They had to ramp it up, you know, because yeah. this is like the logos. They're are, like
3: get to get someone to Kinkos, yeah. Get for, this like
1: yeah foam core and, and they sign. Couldn't even, they couldn't even focus on making the logos look crisp, in, you know, for production,
3: <laughs> right? Yeah, no. And uh so I mean maybe that's why he didn't know that they had a logo cuz maybe they just pulled it out of Maybe their production ass, like, just overnight.
1: ripped him. Yeah, rip, yeah, yeah, for sure.
3: Um so yeah, like we said, they just immediately go into the fact that he thinks that she finds him annoying.
1: But he, but I had a quick question at the top cuz yeah. he so Sandoval pivots. He gets the conversation to go in a deeper mode. He says, "Okay, let's stop talking about the logo." Uh, Lala really came at me about the Labor Day story and and blah 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 and and he he opens up the conversation and then he was like you agree with me on how the timing of the the Labor Day events went and Ariana's like yes I never had a problem with it or whatever and then Sandoval says something which I don't know what it means but he goes I knew that if I go home I'm going to want to do something about it and Ariana goes yeah yeah I know you would have or whatever that's how
3: you are but
1: what was he talking about?
3: Yeah. <laughs> like, I,
1: was it was, was, did we miss a sentence where she, she said, I was really annoyed w- with you. And if you came, or I was really depressed, like I yeah. was in a, de- a depressed state. And if you would have come home, like there was nothing he could have done because he's been with her in those situations. Right. There was like a piece missing here. Yeah.
3: I, it didn't really make sense, but I just assumed it meant like he is like, solution oriented or whatever and she just wants to like feel her feelings and but yeah it's like there is no solving uh someone's grandma dying so i don't know exactly what he like meant except unless he was trying to imply that like they would have Gotten into an argument because he wouldn't have handled it in a way that she would have liked.
1: Yes, which which lends more. Yeah, which which uh, he says. You know, in the last episode, he's like, "I thought you needed your space or, right. or whatever." He, keep, he keeps saying like, "I thought you would want to be alone." Right. So I guess there is something to that. But then then he's he's talking about I, you know I didn't want to annoy you, and then he gets into his annoyance rant right. again, and he's added new little phrases <laughs> uh, to this where he says. Uh, I feel like you know my very presence annoys right. you, and then Ariana says, um, "I never have used the words your very presence," which, which th- that's, <laughs> that's not, not what he said. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's, that's not. not... Yeah,
3: she, he didn't say that. She said that. He said that he feels that his very presence annoys her. So it was weird that she was like, "I don't talk like that," and it's like, "Well, he does." It's it, it's hard to talk <laughs>
1: about this scene. And be objective because of what we know about how horrible Sandoval is, right. is to Ariana and how hundred percent she, you know, we feel like she right. is a victim to his cheating and right. his awful behavior.
3: But watching but, it blind, assuming that we don't know what's going on. Yes. One could think that she wasn't really willing to participate.
1: One could think? <laughs> one could think? Watch the that it were simple. <laughs> it, it yeah I guess let's just it's it's almost devil's advocate, mm-hmm. but it is devil's advocate because whatever he said in this scene is rendered moot completely right. by what we know he has done and how he wasn't actually being honest with her, how he wasn't actually trying to make the relationship better, how he planned on breaking up with her, but if Ariana was willing to go deep into the relationship on camera. This did not provide the best example of really hearing Sandoval's complaints. Would you say is that too egregious to say?
3: Yeah, um, they just like couldn't get on the same page. It didn't seem like she was trying particularly hard, but also, um, it was like too big of a conversation. Yes. To be having like, yes,
1: well, <laughs> well, so a little a little snippet is like um, Tom is like I, you know I feel like you find me annoying you you snap at me I feel like you belittle me and it really hurts my feelings which when someone says it hurts my feelings like that is the most like resounding thing you can say and yeah. I'm not I'm not you know making Sandoval, of all you know like right. he's in the right or whatever I'm just saying when something hurts your feelings, it's good to get to the bottom of it because yeah. like her feelings that we were just talking about with Danielle, it's like when you hurt someone's yeah. feelings, you, you really do need to like think about that and what yeah. you're doing, especially with a significant other. And then Sandoval's like, we didn't even take a photo at Sheena's <laughs> wedding. That shows how distant we are. Ariana says, which is the cool way of saying it. And it's true. Like it, it's true on its face that that's not indicative of a bad relationship. Yeah. But sandoval is just saying as an example and it's something that means something to him right and ariana's like that doesn't mean anything that we didn't take a photo and he's like okay okay are you just gonna nitpick every example that's not the best example but it's just an example i brought up and ariana's not willing to meet him at a deeper level
3: well yeah because it's like even if you disagree with that mattering um you do agree that you guys are drifting apart. Yes. So, whether that exact example is a perfect one, yeah. you can at least you both agree that you are living separate lives. Yeah. I mean, so.
1: it's a very reasonable theory now that, like you said, it with that Lala re editing conversation. It is a reasonable theory to assume that Ariana does not want to delve that deep in a conversation on the show. Right. They're, they're, you know, we've seen how deep, obviously, the deep conversations people can have, but maybe it's a limit to what Ariana really wants to discuss on camera, you know, yeah. and that's why she's not getting to this deeper layer that Sandoval talking about. Then Sandoval, well, I loved what Ariana said. She was like, we used to, you know, cook together and put on the war on drugs. <laughs> yeah. And now Tom Sandoval is exclusively, you know, partying, getting drunk. That's yeah. his quality. Everyone time.
3: gets to see him peacock Yeah. except for her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and
1: I can, you, you fully sympathize with Ariana. Cause you're like, that is, we've seen that a thousand times this season. That yeah. is definitely what is going on. Her, their difference and quality time is, yeah, they have such a difference in what that yeah. quality time means. You know, to them. she's
3: like, he's like, what do you mean? Like, what is your definition of quality time? She's like, taking a walk around the neighborhood, cooking dinner. And then it cuts to is the best part. Yes. The producer says to Tom, what's your definition of quality time? He's like, he gets all fired up, energized. He's like... Let's take mushrooms and watch the sunrise. Let's go skinny dipping in the pool. Let's go hang gliding. And he's like, I like... And he starts clicking. I like stimuli. Yeah. I'm like, you're an insane person. That's the most bat shit thing I've ever heard. About. Hang gliding?
1: Yeah, it was... It, it, it really... As as soon as you feel any any sympathy for Sandoval's um, side of things, they just nip it in the bud completely, and you're like Sandoval, what the hell are you talking about? Okay, you your rock star lifestyle that you want. Is
3: Raquel ha- going t- hang lighting? Is that what like the first thing she said to him? She's like baby like you're never gonna forget me like let's go hang honey, gliding.
1: Honey honey let's take mushrooms and go hang gliding please for our f- first date and Sandoval's like, like I'm in two, Raquel.
3: Two local Angelinas found dead after a mushroom induced hang gliding accident in Malibu Canyon. That
1: is just a hypothetical high uh, headline, obviously not something that we endorse at all but yeah it is um, they that sort of deflates Sandoval argument completely when the producer asks that he is that is such a fanciful idea of a relationship it's already so goes
3: absurd it, it, it,
1: it is like it shows the place in his life where he the so much hubris he's a rock star now he's performing in front of live crowds everyone looks at him with these adoring eyes and he's just having to sit at home and watch love island with ariana like a normal person <laughs> yeah, yeah. when he wants to go hang gliding <laughs> He, <laughs> so he fully loses, you know, that scene. It, it has no merit after that. He does cry and talks yeah. about their intimacy, which yes. we, which. Four times a year. And, but then Ariana counters <laughs> him and says, y- I never see you. I can't have sex with a stranger. Right. Which, you know, I fully believe her. Yeah. Anything to say, well, I, like, I was just going to say, and it's sort of like the wrap up, but he, uh, so he says, I want us to be better. I I, you know I love you at the end of it It, it, it's he had been planting the seeds of a storyline potentially where he potentially where he breaks up with Ariana if he wanted to start that conversation this would have been the scene yeah she wasn't so like he said in the Howie Mandel interview when he talks about her mental health and like uh, gives us this this look into her mental health when using it as an excuse for why he couldn't break up with her. She didn't see, seem at all like that news would have just right. broken her completely like if Not he like wanted last week. No. If he wanted to uh, do you think this could have been the scene where instead of saying let's work on it right. and I love you, if he's already starting a relationship with Raquel, which we know he is, why didn't he use this opportunity on camera to follow through with the storyline and break up with her?
3: Yeah. I feel like when I was watching with people, we were saying like, "Was this like about to be?" You watched the people? I didn't know that.
1: I did. <laughs> were people hooting and hollering? At, like, we were hooting.
3: Yeah, we had drink. We had some Vanderpump Rose.
1: That is so See, fun. Oh, oh, I bottle. love, I love that. So they, so yeah, say that again. Sorry because I interrupted um,
3: No, we were saying the same thing of like, was this going to be a breakup scene? But it got aborted or whatever. But like, yeah, she seemed. But then, you know, we'll get to it later, but her conversation with Raquel, it's, I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like, if they haven't broken up at this point, like what would it have taken for them to actually break up? You know what I mean?
1: Yes. But why didn't Sandoval, who has been, who I know, I I mean, it's my theory, I fully believe the reason those short scenes are so annoying or like he yeah. keeps bringing up the annoying factor in having these scenes with Schwartz is to lay the groundwork yeah. for a breakup scene and then say that his relationship started with Raquel at the reunion and have an iconic entrance of their relationship yeah. and he didn't care about the messy timeline. He didn't want anybody to know about right. the timeline. He would have just said, people would have been shocked, but he would have said, Ariana and I broke up and I love Raquel and we would have been like, oh my God, the scandal of it, but it would have had a tenth of the power of what actually happened. I'm just wondering, this could have been a scene where he does it.
3: Right. Yeah, I know. It's like, you know, he had like a little mini breakdown, but yeah, they just like don't have the energy to like do it. Yes. Like they just can't get there. Yes. Um, And, you know, I liked that uh, when it sounds like basically, you know, she's jealous that he parties and has fun without her and he's jealous of like her gay best friend and he's like you don't think i like beyonce
0: yeah
1: yeah (laughs) yeah and then and then and then she was like well we talk about love island because we watch you know love island we do love island binges and he goes which i thought was actually funny even though i'm so bad he goes i don't have time to watch goddamn 50 (laughs) episodes of love Island,"
3: (laughs) which is that's why i don't watch love island like all my friends watch it and i'm like I have all the time in the world and I still don't have time to watch that show as much as it's on.
1: I don't have time to watch 50 goddamn episodes of Love (laughs) Island. Which I'm
3: like, this is so real. Like how many couples, like I've had this in my own life where like, if you don't watch the same shows, it can be a real problem
1: yeah that's why <laughs> Megan and I have the Bravo Universe. We have yeah. our separate shows well i will I will not touch with a ten foot pole. She has shows that she will not touch with a ten foot pole like boardwalk Empire. Okay. I get my shows, but then we coalesce around Bravo yes. you know that's yeah, for nice. sure,
3: but like Bravo's a big universe, so but you're now delving into all of them, and she's already into it, but yeah, like Jimmy he picks and chooses his Bravo, you know he's yeah. not in on all of them but you know, it's important. It's like, he actually like has to participate so that, because it's such a big part of yeah. my interests. <laughs> yes,
1: totally. Yeah, no, no, totally. I get it. You're, you're you're, right. Like there does need to be some common ground because TV watching <laughs> is just such a part of, you know, like, your lives and relationships. Do a relationship. you
3: think if Sandoval watched Love Island, their relationship would have survived?
1: Yeah, I'm like surprised. Like <laughs> Sandoval is just not a big TV watcher, I guess.
3: It's also funny to think about Ariana, because Ariana's not particularly in like part of the major drama. Like, she doesn't create drama on the show. So it's funny that she loves a different reality show you know like she loves watching it you know like even though she's like on one yeah
1: i love that i I love when you hear like their tastes outside of like the bravo universe and like yeah yeah, they're obsessed with love island i love getting glimpses into that i love that ariana listens to the war on drugs like that's so cool i love outside references yeah um
3: so that was depressing um (laughs) yeah do you
1: think we we did that scene justice right yeah that was like
3: it's kind uh, of yeah, that's like to be continued. I feel like that was like part one and then her and yes. Raquel part two. Totally, totally. Um and so then we're with James and Allie next, another cat uh appearance. Um James quickly is on the phone with his little brother who he thanks for cat sitting, which I'm like, I hope they well. The season's over, but I would love a little insert of his brother cat sitting. Oh, that'd be so <laughs>
1: sweet. Pro- probably uh, in the middle of t- uh, next week's episode, they'll just do a thing, of flashback to when <laughs> his brother like, cat's pouring <laughs> cat food into a bowl. It's between uh, the scene uh, when Tom and Ariana are fighting on the couch and she says, it's not about fucking Raquel. And then it goes, meanwhile, <laughs> like, doo, 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 doo. <laughs> yeah, um, this, yeah, this scene was you know he talks about imagine festival they're going right after yes like this Straight. day her and Ally are going to get ready right yeah in, for in atlanta i think is imagine festival yeah yeah, yeah.
3: um i liked that they're talking about what to wear to um something about her and james is like well lisa's going to be there and Ally's like so a gown which felt very um patricia on southern charm of like whenever she's going to be somewhere, everyone feels the need to be well-dressed, well-behaved, the sort of grand dame of uh, the show. Yeah, I understand that
1: reference now. I love it.
3: (laughs) Um, But yeah, Allie's like giving him shit about the Tower 12 day again, (sighs) telling him that he should go to therapy.
1: Yeah, yeah. And and also um, like James talks about how Um, meeting Lisa is a big deal, you know, for him. And uh, he's like, Lisa will probably want to have a chat with you. And Allie goes, about what? She's like, why do I have to talk to Lisa (laughs) tonight? Like, like,
3: (laughs) it's weird. Like, (laughs) especially, yeah, I feel like it's interesting she's a new person in the group and now that the show is so not sir centric it really doesn't make sense mm. whereas before you always had to go kiss the ring yes you know and usually a girlfriend being introduced was asking for a job totally Brittany, <laughs> who else uh <laughs> yeah Brittany, um raquel, raquel yep. and um I feel like there's even more. It's always somebody asking for a job. Yeah.
1: James is sort of like, yeah, he's making this moment happen. He's like saying why this is important to him when it might not necessarily be important. And Allie is very skeptical of this Lisa journey she has to go on. Yeah. He's (laughs) like, like, you don't
3: understand, but she's like my second mummy.
1: Yes, he Um, says that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
3: But uh, I love his problematic take on therapy. And he's like, whenever you see someone in the movies going to therapy it's because their life's in shambles Yeah, i mean it's like what yeah
1: i mean like when, <laughs> since when are movies what you you refer to in terms of how you should deal with real life it's like that's the opposite of what you would right. say to make your claim right
3: no it made no sense and then she was like no therapy's great because you can deal with your childhood trauma and all this stuff and he's like i don't have childhood trauma and like like we discussed before
1: he's like immediately his mind flashes back to like him in the schoolyard being bullied and he's being like you know it's like i'm sure there is some trauma from that childhood from what we've heard
3: yeah like he like moved countries his mom was an alcoholic he had to support his family with money his dad is like mia his dad is like a boozer too like it's insane i i yeah, I hope he gets the help he And, and needs. I'm sort of, I'm sort of
1: surprised that he does have this aversion to therapy. He hasn't been in therapy on the show before. I feel like that is like, you well,
3: know the, they did couples therapy. Him and Kristen did couples oh, therapy. Oh yeah, oh. and he was like,
1: maybe he has an aversion to it after right.
3: that. Uh, he's, uh, remember, uh, <laughs> he's like he's like kristen you're being delusional and the couple's therapist is like um we're trying to use i statements and he's like i think you're delusional (laughs) (laughs) that was great i can't
1: wait till we get there in our recaps i'm so excited so good
3: um and then we do a quick drop in at schwartz's shithole apartment
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i wrote so shitty they they show those All those big, gigantic water bottles, those office water cooler water bottles. He has has Ikea instructions laid out. He's got a bunch of confetti (laughs) in in a wrapper.
3: Someone help him.
1: (laughs) Someone help him. (laughs) Seriously. Like, Like, what the hell? I mean, I understand maybe he moved in right before filming and he just has not had a minute, but I'm sure there's... His apartment looked nice. Yeah, I'm sure I was actually
3: surprised when uh, Terry came over. I was like, oh, her apartment actually is like better decorated than any of their previous homes yeah so maybe you know her being able to do it by herself was what she needed
1: yeah and he was kind of like oh dude you caught me working out
3: (laughs) using those like as seen on tv like like rollers Or the hand isn't it like (laughs) the the twist thing (laughs) it's like
1: dude sorry you caught me in a moment i'm totally exercising right now yeah
3: insane Uh, sandoval comes over always carrying suits yeah this is like the 20th time he's arrived somewhere and, carrying and he suits apparently got
1: he got a um what's the venti size coffee uh, <laughs> right before he showed up and he poured the <laughs> entire thing <laughs> on his yeah shirt. his shirt was
3: like nasty <laughs> ass yeah. yeah um and uh what happens shorts is saying that katie's mad at him yet again they show classic rage text
1: so it wasn't uh, quite rage a, text so a gossip blog a gossip blog, we don't know who the hell this was, said that they saw uh, Raquel and Schwartz making out all night at the Blue Bayou. <laughs> Did you hear? <laughs>
3: They went to Disneyland and they made out in the restaurant inside Disneyland.
1: <laughs> on the, in the restaurant where everyone sees you as you go on Pirates of a Caribbean, yeah. you can look out and, and see them.
3: they kept making out and got on a boat and then they got off the boat and made out in the bed with the pile of coins yeah. on it with the skull. Yeah. And
1: the <laughs> Disneyland stopped the ride and let them climb out with all the pirates so they could participate in the pirate stuff that's going on. No, they did say buy you, and I was so happy because I thought it was maybe the blue bayou, but it was some <laughs> anyway. Some gossip blog falsely reported right. that Raquel and Schwartz had this insane makeout all night, and Katie doing due diligence said, "Did this happen? Could this have ever happened?" Yeah. And he goes, "No, Raquel is my dude, bro, girl. She's someone I <laughs> kissed once, but she's my dude, bro, now." Yeah. And then it shows Katie; she's like, "Dude, bro, what?" She heck?
3: goes, "Your dude, bro, lol. Okay, Tom." <laughs> And he's like, a thousand percent a lie on my life. I never kissed her since Cancun. And then she's like, I'm sick to my stomach. Seriously.
1: And then Schwartz, just another like just moment baffling, flabbergasted (laughs) moment for me watching. If I would have known that kissing Raquel would have this much fallout, I would have never done it. You didn't know. That the fallout would be this when okay. every single person in your life, At every, every minute of your life said, this will be the fallout He's of like,
3: it. I can't believe. <laughs> I can't believe
1: that the fallout from me kissing Raquel would have been this bad. Yeah. He, it's, just, it's just like those statements that him and Raquel are making are like, they might as well just say nothing. Right. It couldn't look worse it's so not worth it you could have not been more warned for something you did than how much you were warned yeah it's like
3: honestly i'm glad that we're done having to hear this because i can't hear it again like i'm just like i can't it's boring that that's that's
1: what it was like with raquel i was like i can't hear this a robot is malfunctioning (laughs) who says six Phrases, 10 yeah. phrases interchangeable with different her, words. Like, but like woody
3: pull cord. Yes. There's a snake in my boot. Exactly. <laughs> like, she, she pulled out Tom the- Tom can do whatever he wants. You're separated. Yes.
1: <laughs> and the final one when the string gets detached <laughs> and it can't make any more thing, it just goes, you're jealous. You're jealous. You're jealous. That's like her last resort. And then it does, and then she does that stick out tongue. That's like oh, the yeah. final <laughs> phrase she can say. But I do want to remark on this. Schwartz says- It was a lovely kiss, (laughs) but it was not at all worth the blowout. I mean, I would say absolutely not worth the blowout, I assume.
3: No, No. and then he had a little screaming goat toy that he was like, this is me. (laughs) Yes, well, yeah,
1: he says, he says, he says, um, very, uh, I I don't even know the right word because I'm like, but he he says he says um, at the tail end where I think we're at the tail end of this Raquel thing. I think it's almost <laughs> over. I just need to be cool for a month, and this thing will be gone. Little does you he wish. know, yeah, little does he know what Raquel is gonna do. And then Schwartz also tees up the Terry scene that comes later, where he says Terry is so mad at me. I'm so you right, know right, I'm right. so bummed out. that Terry's mad at me, and and I just that that was interesting that that also came to a head. It was like this was a total precursor to what we're gonna see
3: yeah it's so crazy that like so this is still september like the last episode of september it's crazy that essentially as far as we know they all got to just like live their lives for october november december january february yes they're
1: they're they're in amber apparently (laughs) they they didn't move no one changed (laughs) nothing happened no revelations happened. no changes in dynamics and then in what in in oh in like,
3: march march 3rd yeah what what were you, you, you
1: they were all just on pause for 6 months yeah, it's or so whatever so
3: crazy but like that was so long ago do you
1: think I said it earlier, but, like, the fact that I, I didn't even know it was Lisa's birthday because we never see Lisa's birthday on camera. We never see Lala's birthday because of the filming schedule. Do you think they pushed it entirely to make the Schwartz and Sandy's thing work? What is the reason for this extended Ugh. September uh, Yeah, timeline we're getting?
3: Ugh. Yeah, we need, like, so we need, there's going to be the reunions, and then there's going to be, like, bonus footage reunions. I think they should have Andy host a yes. reunion with producers. Yes.
1: Oh, that would be so great. And also people in the audience like you and I, yeah. that just get to ask <laughs> questions that we have. Yes. I yeah, mean, a town hall. Yes. Vanderpump rules pr- On production. On CNN. <laughs> yeah. Production <laughs> town hall. Anderson Cooper could be in there too. They yeah, love being together. ac too. Yeah. So um, No, yeah. but yeah,
3: because production does play like a bigger role than usual with this since it did happen post season. They'll
1: never spill the beans. We'll, (laughs) we'll never know why they were filming in September. I, my theory is they tried to adjust to the timeline to make the shorts and Sandy's finale work. And it just, they, the boys couldn't bring it.
3: Yeah, for sure. I think so too. Um, Okay, so there's a screaming goat, and then yes. we're back at something about her thank, because it's so fun and so sexy. Thank God.
1: They've set up, now I was kind of astounded. They set up this table right <laughs> in the center. It's circular, it's a little small with a tablecloth. <laughs>
3: yeah, why is it in the middle of the room? And
1: yeah, and, and this is, it gets to that, that moment that you shared earlier where Ariana says, Do you think we should steam this tablecloth? And Katie says, no.
3: <laughs> She's like, who gives a shit? Literally seven people are coming, and they're all our friends anyways. <laughs> the,
1: the, now, and... By the way, now we are getting in like like I we have talked so much already about the episode and I love it. We've deep dive, but like now we're getting into oh, the yeah? scenes where I was like, I am loving life right now. Like this is it. I have this like is...
3: the same number of pages same, about this point same, forward same, as I did the whole. Same first.
1: here. I, I, I was treating it like Hermosa Beach. It yeah. was like it, yeah. So they set up what they want this. They want this table to be representative <laughs> of the spirit of something about her. So this table actually represents. Everything that something about her is going to be, it's going to have those type of flowers. It's (laughs) going to have those sandwiches. They're going to be drinking that whatever. It was like Aperol. Yeah, Aperol that they're going to have. And so they really wanted, I guess, that to express everything that something about her is going to be. Uh
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. It's just, yeah, it's so underplanned and like unnecessary. Like it's truly clearly a show scene like they are immediately like ditch the idea of it and just are like we'll serve the sandwiches at Sir, which like yes. doesn't even make sense. Yes. Like what? It I, almost I, felt I, like they weren't allowed to be in there or something. They were like quick, like quick, not
1: quick. permitted. <laughs> quick, quick, quick! Film the scene. Hit film the scene, James. they get in there, guys. We're staggering you in there so there's not too many people at a bite. time. Yeah, um, and then they just have the they just have the board with that logo. Um, yeah. On it, I mean, it is the most sparse. There's, there was no reason for it. And it actually would have been more beneficial for them not to have it. If it yeah. wasn't for the show, that was obviously not the best representation of, no. of something about her. It should have just been it, sir. Yeah. And just say, here are the sandwiches. The space isn't ready. We can peek in. I, right. I, I, I don't know. I mean, it was... Yeah, no, it, it made was, no sense whatsoever. Yeah, it was um, wild.
3: And did you see there was a TikTok someone walked by the yes. other day and they had started painting the outside and that same... Something about her 2022 sign was still sitting in there.
1: I think they heard our episode (laughs) about how there had been no progress. at something about her for a year. They're like, quick, get that sign in there from the... (laughs) It
3: just started... They put on their little Huck Finn outfits and started painting the outside. Yes,
1: exactly. They painted it and they just threw that sign. Someone from production was like, Do we still have that something about her sign that we made really quick for that that, that looky loo that they had? And they just like threw that in there. Um but that was interesting. Do you think that means that something about her is hitting the ground running?
3: I mean it means something, but like we learned at Schwartz and Sandy's, Schwartz and Sandy's has looked done. Forever. Yeah, the
1: opposite problem.
3: Yeah. Like and it's just not running. So I don't know. Do they have sandwich artists lined up, ready to go? I Yeah, know.
1: who knows? And then so Ariana accidentally spills something, um, yeah. which, you know, was okay. It did nothing broke. But right when she spilled something, Lisa comes in <laughs> and Lisa goes, There's something about her <laughs> I was like, Whoa, what an entrance.
3: <laughs> yeah. And she was like, Uh, She was like, I always say, if you want uh, something to be said, ask a man. But if you want something to get done, ask a woman. That was 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 fun. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. That's
1: Lisa's opinion on that. Um, Lisa, I'll just say, because we're going to be talking about it. I felt Lisa was a little off these two scenes yes. I don't know if she, she was seemed sad I don't know if she was maybe she had I, I yeah I don't want to speculate just it wasn't the ne- the Lisa that I love and I've come to know she was a little off her game I don't yeah. know why maybe she was sad I'm not, I'm not I just noticed something was off about Lisa she wasn't handling the conversations like uh I you know she typically would she was yeah. a little off her game it definitely was epitomized by that sp- beach. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, so uh, Lisa comes in. She's obviously full supportive. Allie and James come early because they have to race off to the airport. So is it just it's just James, Allie and Lisa in the (laughs) restaurant at the same time? Yes. And then uh, Lisa and Allie really have a very awkward introduction
3: yeah she Allie like doesn't give in to you know she sort of stands up to lisa like because lisa's trying to be like you got to keep an eye on him and she's like no like i'm actually just there to support him and you know she's not giving into the like the dynamic between lisa and james where um Lisa goes on to use multiple horse-related puns to talk about. She was like, "Put the James bit in his mouth." Put a strong bit in his mouth. She said, "I've always had, you know, uh, what did she say? She ends up calling him a young stallion."
1: Yeah. Now I hadn't, I wasn't familiar with her calling him a young stallion. Has that ever <laughs> happened before?
3: <laughs> she has like weird
1: animal things.
3: Yeah, like the way she calls Jiggy a sex monster. Yeah, like, you know.
1: Yeah, she does have a lot of sexual language about animals. So. <laughs> um.
3: Uh, did you notice that Lisa um, eats a sandwich and she describes it as unique and sexy?
1: No, she said that.
3: <laughs> and I'm like, that's the highest compliment. Did
1: she say it both? Did she say unique and sexy, or yes. did she? Oh, About wow! One
3: of the sandwiches, which I'm like, you know that Lisa loves a sexy, unique restaurant, so that's a huge compliment.
1: Yes, yeah, that was, yeah, Lisa was definitely being very supportive. She was like, "Let me try everything. It looks beautiful." I thought the conversation, just like you said, Allie didn't didn't give Lisa the humor repartee that she's yeah. accustomed to. Just kind of shut her down. Allie and James have this awkward moment where they start talking and say a sentence in full lockstep with each other and don't stop. They're like fully interrupting each other <laughs> yeah. for a minute. <laughs>
3: I <laughs> and- love LVP was like, um, he said he's doing the Cascade show or whatever. And she's like, how many people will you be performing for? And he's like, um, actually, it doesn't matter how many uh, people. It's more about the connections that I'm going to make and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, isn't it going to be a big crowd? Like, isn't yeah, that the whole no, point? I think
0: he
1: like, said. I, w- I thought the exact same thing. I was like, okay, wait, why is he defensive <laughs> now about crowd size? And why did he seem so wounded when Lisa asked that? Yeah. I think he's playing at a pool party event. Oh, okay before so he's one of the okay. DJs at the pool so if he said eh, it's going to be at the pool there's right. going to be a hundred he doesn't want to negate what right. he's doing but yeah. it was crazy that lisa asked like a full alley <laughs> yeah she asked an alley question like how exciting you're going to be playing in front of thirty thousand, and he must have recalibrated knowing that he's going right. to be in front of 50 people at the pool right but they still they shaded james again on that the flyer Even worse bit. they basically have the <laughs> when they sh- when they go down the flyer to show his name yeah they do it like
3: three times james would be
1: so so mad at them for doing that
3: yeah um okay terry arrives loved it queen terry also christina kelly
1: yeah (laughs) oh i I don't know i christina kelly had an iconic moment you have to
3: bring she she, made a valid point
1: a valid profound perfect summation of what was going on in a scene very clearly needed i loved it but we won't spoil that yet but christina kelly asks for some reason is raquel coming (laughs) no
0: (laughs) why would she yeah
1: why would she come to this intimate seven person gathering for when one half of them hates her more than life itself uh
3: sheena facetimes ariana she i don't know it makes a borderline COVID denier statement.
1: She's like, I'm not sick at all. She's
3: like, I know that you're not feeling well. And she's like, well, I feel fine, but the test says I'm positive. I don't know like, what <laughs> is
1: going on with these tests. It came pre-batched with a positive result. She's she,
3: like, Fauci is a scumbag. <laughs> clearly,
1: clearly so bummed that she will not be at the finale party. Can't imagine. Yeah. It worse. I mean, there's nothing worse yeah, if sucks. you're a cast member. Like yeah. she thought this was going to be the finale, but we know she gets an iconic moment oh, in yeah, the actual She's finale.
3: hella in the trailer for then, the real finale
1: then the two uh, stinkers arrive, Tom and Tom <laughs> oh my God. did uh, you notice
3: Sandoval came with a bouquet of flowers and he's literally like spinning it up in the air and i'm like what is your deal like he can't not have like flare with like every movement he makes no
1: yeah no scene cannot have him doing something <laughs> performative and yeah. for even one second if the cameras are on him he is spinning something he is yeah. flipping his top hat up and down he is active <laughs> completely doing, like
3: a ninja kick or like the worm or like yes <laughs> juggling or whatever it's like exhausting
1: yeah enough that was wild. they show up and i i'm just like that's like i would have been so stoked in previous seasons if tom and tom were arriving somewhere i'd be like the party's here and now it's like a dark (laughs) cloud is arriving yeah
3: they're dumb and dumber yeah for real and uh yeah so once they arrive there's i counted seven people and one of them is i don't know if they gave her a lower third or if i just recognized her but the Schwartz and Sandy's designer, like interior designer, was there for some reason?
1: I think, yeah, I was wondering that as well because she has an iconic moment coming up, which I will not spoil. But yeah. I was wondering, um, yeah, why she was there. Maybe she's the one who dropped off the glassware and yeah. they were just like, hey, you can come to this thing. There's going to be six people there. Yeah, I <laughs> you know? guess. Yeah.
3: Um, and so then, you know, they do their little spiel and then they go to serve.
1: Yeah, they say... um, they, the uh, Terry takes a photo, you know, okay. with them with the sign. It's like
3: the, it's not a horrible photo. It's just like the least exciting. Like it's not worthy of the feed.
1: No. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, I mean, there, wa- there wasn't anything like this in finale history of like a flop event like this that just looked so bad clearly on its face and so rushed. Right. You know what I mean? like, but they
3: didn't even play it like it was no. supposed to be a flop. Like we were supposed to be like cool celebratory. Like And I'm uh, like, you guys know what this looks like, right? Like production, yeah. you did not pull this off if you think you did something. No, good.
1: and that's that's and that is um expressed directly by the fact that they have to just pivot to yeah. sir to have you yeah. know an actual party in direct
3: comparison sir has never looked better sir. like when they're like walking in i was like sexy unique restaurant i was like this place it, is like a hot spot it,
1: it looked amazing <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: the the where they all were i don't even know if i've been in that area of sir that, yeah it looked so beautiful no, it <laughs> I mean, obviously it I'm- looked great i
3: was like <laughs> yeah. the energy is popping yeah. um and then Schwartz comes into sir and Lisa's on the phone and he's trying to get her attention and she's just like, we'll not get off the phone yeah. for him. Yeah. She won't even
1: give him like the moment to say like, yes, I need something or whatever. She's just having a phone call.
3: Yeah. And then they're bringing out trays of sandwiches at sir, which is so weird. Y- like,
1: yes, it, yeah, I mean, they really shouldn't have done the first part. They should have said, "We we can go take a quick tour and just like look inside it." But nothing should have been there. They should not have highlighted that the, the space yet. I think it should yeah. have just all been at Sir because it didn't make sense that it was just like dual party right. where they were serving the sandwiches there. Right, it um, was so weird. But then uh, Ariana makes a very like sweet announcement to sandoval which is like i'm gonna get wasted oh, yeah. tonight and <laughs> i'm gonna do your version of quality time yeah. and be sweet with you i'm gonna get drunk as hell yeah. and be wild with you which i that was so sweet it was like a direct response to their conversation
3: yeah yeah she was like i'm gonna while out and he said something about i wrote down dumpling
1: he says dumpling he goes oh it's a so sweet baby you know i love <laughs> you um and then in the confessional he's like i'm just hoping we can get back because this is by far the best relationship i've ever been in. and i was like yeah okay it's yeah Kristen and you <laughs> whoever you dated when you were in high school yeah and then your nine-year relationship with ariana like yeah. i'd assume that was probably your best <laughs> right. relationship
3: yeah uh did you notice that one of the party pigs at this party was nicolaine <laughs>
1: Yes. Oh, of course. I knew Nick was there. I saw his little. You're I,
3: chowing I, down on a sandwich in the corner.
1: I would know Nick Elaine anywhere. And the, <laughs> the first time I was watching this, I, di- I did not remember that it was Lisa's birthday. Right. It's only expressed when, uh, in the previous scene, when uh, Lisa goes up to James, maybe you'll have enough money to buy me some flowers for my birthday. And she's cueing them that they have to say happy birthday yes, to her. That yes. was also kind of sad. Yeah. <laughs> um,
3: I love that Lisa ends up, uh, Ruck Hell sits down next to Lisa and they're about to eat some sandwich. And Lisa's like, "Do you want me to eat this first so we can confirm that they're not trying to poison you?" Yeah,
1: that was that was great. And then I wrote, I th- I think it it segues into a Tom and Terry moment. Was that yeah, the next Tommy and Terry? Tommy and Terry. This cut me deep yeah. like a knife. All Terry scenes are powerful because she just seems to have a very good sense of what's going on, almost even better than the audience surrogate. It's just yeah. like this is sad and bad. Yeah. what you did first Tom charms her up by talking about how much fun they had in the past. Oh, yeah. Like, didn't you have the Mother's best day. day of your life that one time when before <laughs> I had done a horrible thing and she goes, yeah, that was great. I always thought you'd be, or I, I always consider you part of the family even after they got divorced. Um, but yeah. you really, you blew, blew it.
3: it. Yeah. And I mean, he doesn't like quite, at least the way they cut it, he doesn't really react to that. And I'm like, that should have been like a devastating blow. Like, Because I felt so bad for him, like, he, you know, I feel like he really, like, relied on her family to be his surrogate family, and so I'm like, I actually did feel really bad for him that he's basically, you know, firstly, because of the divorce, and secondly, because he fucked up their relationship, but, like, he kind of just, like, lost his surrogate family, like, it makes me think of, I know you're not a huge Kardashian's head, but Scott Disick... His whole family basically is dead. And so he is very um, mm-hmm. dependent on the Kardashian clan. And now that Courtney uh, has moved on with Travis Barker, he's like alone on an island. And it's like, he needed that family. And I feel like Tom needs Terry.
1: Yes. I mean, <laughs> it's so clear that he loved ter- loves Terry and that he wants to be in her life and still be a part of the family. And he still loves Katie he just can't understand for some reason how he blew it he immediately goes you have to understand he immediately undercuts it just like you said he doesn't it doesn't cut him the way it should that he blew it he goes you have to understand katie he gets into like full like lawyer brain for some reason he's like you have to understand that katie made a verbal agreement a tentative (laughs) verbal agreement at the start of our relationship (laughs) and I was a mess after that. And she divorced me. And then six months later, I was drunk in Mexico and I made out with someone. He's like, yeah. you can't expect me to follow this verbal agreement. <laughs> he, he's, what agreement would he have honored? A, a, a lawyerly agreement? Right. A, a written? He, he, he's trying to, he's completely negating that he knew this was bad and that right. this was something that he should have been aware of.
3: I'm also like, it's, insane how comfortable he is talking to his ex-wife's mom about making out with yes. someone. You know, he plays it off like it's not a big deal of just, well, I just wanted to make out with someone in Mexico. I'm like, you should be embarrassed to be talking like that. You're 40 years old. Like, T-
1: totally. Totally. <laughs> and on. then and then she, Terry does not listen to that verbal garbage, this, yeah. this excuse for one second. She says, I don't understand, which is exactly what I was thinking. I don't understand how you could do something so hurtful. Do you not understand what a slap in the face that is? Katie will talk to me about you and she'll just cry about how much your friendship after the divorce mattered. Was it really worth it? Yeah, That's the question. Yeah, Was it worth it? That is the question to both Sandoval and Schwartz this entire season. Mm -hmm. Was it worth it? Was it worth it to... Cheat on Ariana after a nine-year relationship and make her regret every moment yeah. of her life with you, and was it worth it for Schwartz to sabotage his twelve-year relationship with Katie for a shitty kiss right. by a pool with no. Raquel?
3: Yeah, it's so it's like wasteful. It's just ridiculous. Um,
1: and and Schwartz very rarely cries yeah except that moment in the sixth season when he's drunk at the rambler and he's bawling crying because he thinks Jax is going to expose all of his sins when he's cheating <laughs> do you remember that moment when he's going i'm just drunk i'm just drunk and yeah. he's crying yeah. like like pouring tears yeah. I, that was a shocking scene that's underrated yeah. in the vanderpump rules universe but schwartz cries and you feel it terry finally got to him but she's not done getting to the bottom of everything yet. That was just no. one powerful Terry yeah, scene.
3: She is not quite finished. Um <laughs> no,
1: not at all. I'm so glad Terry was there.
3: Yeah. No, it's interesting. Yeah. Well I have yeah. thoughts. Yes, yeah. meet me too. Um so then we cruise over to the garden bar, which really felt like a throwback. They did a little clip flashback of Ariana was saying, when I bartended at Sur, they always had me at the garden bar, which remember when they like opened that and it would always be like, Jax, go work the garden bar. It was always like, what is the garden bar? It always felt like a service bar. <laughs> like it was just to s- like where the servers Except for Pride, I can't think of a time when a customer goes up to the garden yeah, bar. At one
1: point, I think they're like, when it's Pride, they're like, Jax is bartending in the garden bar. Go back there. And he's like, no, oh, no, don't tell him about the garden bar. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea the the <laughs> Sir layout. Every time I see it, I'm like, where the hell is that part of yeah. Sir?
3: <laughs> yeah, it's like the very back. It's yeah. so funny. But yeah. um, So this is one of the more upsetting portions yes. of the episode. Ariana and Raquel, she... Mm-hmm. Raquel clumsily brings up that they had once had a conversation about not having sex with their she her to James and Ariana about Sandoval. And yes. she's like, You had mentioned having a dry spell and it just is very clunky how she brings this up. It's kind of out of nowhere.
1: First first Ariana is sort of explaining why, which I don't know at all why she has to explain this to raquel but she's explaining why katie does not have a good opinion of raquel for the a thousandth time that this has happened she's like katie is just feels this way because of this and raquel's like oh okay that's why she feels that way okay anyway you remember when you were talking about the dry spell that you and sandoval had how you guys don't have sex it's like yeah extremely clunky yeah (laughs) um
3: and then raquel it seems like She's basically trying to get to the point in the conversation where she's hoping that Ariana is going to say like, it's not going to work out like she's hoping it feels like she just wants to be like, are you guys going to break up soon? Like, are you almost done? Like, you could just tell that like on the other side of the conversation, she's like fishing for information to be like is it okay that I'm fucking him right now? Like, are you guys like, are you not attracted to him anymore? Like you're almost going to break up. Right. So, you know, like looking for almost like permission or something.
1: Yeah. I like, yeah, I'll be honest. I, I didn't, I I wasn't sure if I understood like, like the significance of this other than the fact that I, I guess I thought Raquel is trying to pry to see if the end of the relationship is coming. So that's what you thought. It's like, are the things that Sandoval is telling me true. You guys are sort of at the end of your ropes Mm -hmm. and Ariana really shuts it down completely. We're not, I'm going to work on this. I am sexually attracted to him.
3: Yeah, because she's like, you know, I think in a relationship, you should want to have sex with them. Like, are you still attracted to him? And she's like, oh my God, like, I still think he's so fucking hot, which I'm like, first of all, that's like sad that like she still feels that way. And it's just, you know not working. Um and then she doubles down. It's even so much sadder. And Ariana's like, And I'm not hot. Like you don't look at me and go that's what i like i like cellulite fat thighs a big ass and bingo arms and i was like <gasps> i was like don't say that that's so sad yeah I raquel starts crying
1: <laughs> you, raquel does the thing you described as the zero to ten cry yes. where it doesn't even ha- elevate it's just like she just you know breaks down completely in tears about body yes. issues
3: she's like stop yeah. and then she's like I think she's like, we're so hard on ourselves. I think we're a lot prettier than we think. Like, she's so bad at great articulating anything. Where I'm just like, like, just like, uh, she's so not someone you want consolation from because she's so bad at.
1: Also, she's not words. anyone you'd ever take advice from. Like, right. when she says, I feel like in a relationship, you should want to have sex. Ariana, like, Oh, thanks so much, Raquel. Yeah, Thank never you. thought of that. Thank you. Like, that was really <laughs> profound. Like, Raquel has never said anything profound in no. her life. Like, who would be... And Katie says that later. She's like, I would never, ever yeah. take advice <laughs> from Raquel.
3: Yeah. And then they cut to Raquel's confessional. And she's like, her body image is yeah. probably reflect, like, re- affecting her relationship with Tom. Like, if you're self-conscious, you're not having good sex. And I'm like, again, like, are we dr ruth now like thank you for your input like get the fuck out of
1: here (laughs) yeah yeah exactly like katie says later get the fuck out of here what are you doing (laughs) um so so raquel when she says something like i feel like in a relationship you should want to have sex she's trying to in a very dumb way tell ariana that she must be having deeper you know negative feelings about their relationship yeah and she should be break up with Sandoval or start the breakup process because she's not happy. That's what
3: she says because with James when that was happening with me, I knew that I should have broken up with him two years before. Like she was It didn't really work because she didn't pull it off, but she was trying to be like, heed my warning. If you feel this way now, you might as well break up now so you don't regret it later. Like the
1: alley scenes where she's giving those not so subtle hints about how awful James (laughs) is. She's doing that. She's trying to be even more sensitive, but she just like cannot pull it off. Ariana shuts her down like completely. She's like, like,
3: I think we'll talk it through and we'll be okay. It's like, I think Raquel literally goes like, Ugh. like she's like frustrated and she's like, all right, let's do these shots. <laughs>
1: yep. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it was so like- that
3: was insane. Yep. Trying to watch like a true moron do like mental manipulation on someone that's like of like above average or normal intelligence. <laughs> just trying to do a Jedi mind trick with like no <laughs> I was deb- IQ score. <laughs> yeah. I
1: was debating whether or not we can just officially start calling Raquel a moron. <laughs> we can right dns
3: what's that (laughs) dumb and stupid (laughs) oh Oh, yeah the (laughs) dns words (laughs) yeah you're right yeah i guess if james opened the door for that we can start saying it um so then we cut to ken they're they're talking about the sandwiches and he says the vegetarian one is amazing
1: yeah i was glad to know which uh sandwich (laughs) ken found the most favorable
3: yeah so i want to try that one um, I, that might be the green goddess. Uh, I
1: did like Raquel and Peter's very sad, uh, awkward shot where they just That's had a shot bad. at the bar and they just go, to a great summer. <laughs> I was like, which one of you had a great summer? Yeah. I guess Peter. <laughs> <laughs>
3: so dark. Um, and then uh, Lala is starting to have a conversation um, with Lisa. Lisa and Ken joke a little bit. Um, he's saying, they're talking about their house, I guess. And he's like, when she kicks me out, it'll all be hers. Yeah. And I was like, love that. Love Classic that he's gamer. in the mix. Yep. And then Lala proceeds to have kind of like a bat shit. I don't know how you felt about this conversation, but I thought it was insane. What?
1: Okay, yeah, you, you go into it. I just, I wrote, like, it definitely seemed like an outlier. I was not sure why they included this Lala, like, story. It just seemed right. sort of out of place. We hadn't really been leading up to this. But yeah, you you delve in, because I didn't have a lot to say about this Right. Scene.
3: Well, it was just... Lala kind of talking about how she would love to have a baby, another baby ASAP, but she basically doesn't trust all men. True. And she doesn't want her baby to be potentially taken away by any baby daddy. So she would just prefer to use a sperm donor. Mm -hmm. Um, And Lisa's like, wouldn't you just rather find a partner that you trust and then have a new baby and she's like well i don't want to put my life on hold and i'm like isn't she like didn't she like just turn like 30 isn't she pretty young
1: yeah for some reason lala seems and seems to think of herself as a 40 year old i guess lala is so much younger than she than you imagine right? right
3: i'm like you could do it in five years yeah you're I would understand if she was 40 and you're like, this is my last chance to give her a sibling.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess if she, you know, if she wants a sibling for Ocean right now, like in the next year, and she's not willing to wait, you know, or she's not willing to trust a man after a year, which, you know, does make sense given her past. Maybe she just is like, I want a sibling apart from the, you know, trusting of a man, you know, That so I don't, I don't know. Like that's just, that was my read on it. But I just thought it was, I just didn't know if like, I was ready to like have that scene right now with Lisa at yeah. her birthday. It
3: was kind of just dropped in. I feel like Lisa was like, can I fucking relax? Like, God damn. Like yeah. she should invoice all of them. They all just like trauma dump on her all day long. Yeah, for real. Well, She's so tired. She's yeah. like, all right, whatever. Do what you want. Use a sperm donor. I, I a I, I,
1: yeah, I wrote next. Just, I don't know if you're going to get to this right now, but I wrote that Schwartz stinks to high heaven <laughs> at this event.
3: I wrote down, <laughs> quote, yeah, you don't smell great.
1: Yeah. Schwartz <laughs> apparently stinks. He has, you know, that classic new shirt stench that he talks about where you wear a new shirt that you haven't watched. And apparently if you sweat in it, you stink. <laughs> and and then he asks the person who came with him to the party who normally your friend doesn't tell you full blown probably if you stink. Like that's the person that would like give you like a nice answer. She just says, yeah, you do not smell great so then, then he, he grabs wore, yeah, he, he grabs a bunch of lemons sir <laughs> sacred sir lemons and starts immediately shoving them into his armpits and then puts them on a little dish in front of him and says i hope nobody uses Don't those. eat
3: these lemons and i love that he that it seemed like sandoval when he sandoval comes over and he explains that to him and he's like basically do you have anything else for me to wear and sandoval's like i didn't bring anything else dude and and that's so genuine because normally he might he might have <laughs> he usually has alternate looks
1: available it, it, typically and also yeah he used to carry around like a bag like I thought a bag of like for, with deodorant or something yeah. but Tom was just like no nope, that's not me anymore man I have nothing for you yeah <laughs> yeah oh, and um, then we are like I mean we're in it right now after oh God. after uh, Schwartz you know after we find out how bad Schwartz stinks yeah uh, Raquel. right yeah she
3: cruises over to katie's table and they're having a like a flamboyant conversation the guy on the end turns to her and goes we're talking about eating ass over here nice to meet you
1: yeah and raquel goes oh great right
3: (laughs) yeah she's not welcome but go on yeah and my next big note is all caps raquel verse katie i put raquel pest mode
1: totally. I was thinking, okay, Katie now has to look over from her conversation and see that Raquel has seated herself across from her. Again. (laughs) Like, again, she has to talk, not only about Raquel, which she is probably hating to do every second that it happens, but now, talk to Raquel again.
3: Yeah. No, it's so annoying, and she just keeps trying to... It's like, Schwartz is... Was married to this woman for years, and he doesn't care to defend himself against her. Why does Raquel think she's the one to, you know, bring up any gripes that Schwartz has? It's insane. There are
1: two. There are two, you know, possible theories. It's one that she thinks this is how you have scenes on Vanderpump Rules as yes. a solo cast member. It's all about confrontation. Or number two, she is just so oblivious in social scenarios that she thinks this is how conversation should work, and this is how. And uh, yeah, this is how she should go up to someone and confront them. She does a full bait and switch on Katie, where she says, "Congrats, your sandwiches are so oh, good." Yeah. And I fully thought the apology. I tried
3: one. It was it was dope.
1: Yeah, it was it was uh yeah. She says it was bomb. <laughs> yeah, bomb. A- and then and then she goes dot dot dot. And then she goes, "I heard like fully now aggressive towards Katie again." Yeah. yeah. She goes. She goes. I heard that you rage text rage texted Schwartz about that gossip blog thing. Yeah,
3: Katie's like, actually they did show the text. They weren't rage texts. No. They were just normal. No. And, um, <laughs> Katie's like, I can't, you know, she's like, I was with him for 12 years. I don't understand what Hell doesn't understand about Katie having dominance regarding any Schwartz topic. Like, When you were with someone for 12 years, that is a huge percentage of your life. You have like a pact or a certain level of respect or even if you're broken, because she keeps being like, you're separated. And it's like, that's, it doesn't matter. Like he owes her first
1: rights. Yes. And we've all <laughs> accepted this. I mean, most people are on the side of, of Katie. Say what you will about how she's acted in the past, but most people think that it was a small thing to not do that Schwartz could have done for Katie to not make out with someone in their tentative friend group, even if it's B-level friend. I mean, yeah. really, a cast member on the show. Right. Can you not make out with a cast member that's on my show and embarrass me and do exactly what you did for a full season.
3: Yeah. Uh, Katie's like, how thick is your
0: skull?
1: Yes. And this is at a certain (laughs) point when Raquel is trying to say that she's defending Schwartz and the reason she's bringing this up is because she's so empathetic to Schwartz. Katie's... her mind is being blown that this is happening right now and that Raquel yeah. is, is barely able to get out how she's feeling. <laughs> she goes, "What? why are you talking to me about this? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah. and I was just like, exact, that's exactly how I felt. Katie's getting yeah. so fed up that she even has to talk to raquel about anything regarding schwartz and her
3: yeah she's like you have zero respect or empathy raquel's like well maybe i just have more empathy for schwartz and then she's like how were you raised and then they pan over immediately to terry and lala who are right there you don't even realize they're only like one seat over
1: they are listening to the entire thing they can hear it as loud as the (laughs) the audience can hear it lala the, Lala's reaction to this conversation was, I think, one of the funniest things about this entire episode for me. Yeah, Lala and Terry are hearing every word. Katie is bringing it. Every every rebuttal is perfect to Raquel. She goes, "You have no empathy. You have no respect." At a certain point, she goes, "She goes, are you hearing this shit?" Yeah. To Terry and uh, and Lala. Lala, and Lala goes. I'm in awe.
3: Yeah. I mean. And then she goes, well, what did you think was going to happen? You'd have a more productive conversation with a pig.
1: I loved it so much. She's already related uh, Schwartz to a farm animal. I love that she's <laughs> continuing this farm animal trend. She goes, you'd have a more productive convo with a pig. And then she goes, be done with it. And I, I, her be done with it, the way she executes that line was Perfect. It's like she's almost mad at Katie that Katie is even sitting yes. there to to. Have yeah, like why are you with, even
3: giving her the energy yeah which it, is what I was saying earlier but Raquel makes it impossible to escape
1: no it, it, she is like she is just saying words that you just do not understand and then the minute she says something you have to account for what she just said and you can't even rebut the last thing right. she said it's like a convoluted web what, yeah. or, what uh, Raquel is saying
3: yeah and then Terry chimes in she's like did our conversation mean nothing and Raquel has the gall to go
1: oh god so (laughs) so shocking to me i mean
3: what's wrong with her
1: she is treating terry like she is a background person on a movie set that should not have a line (laughs) she before terry goes can i say something to you and they don't even have raquel's mouth say it raquel goes what terry (laughs) rudely
3: can you even imagine in your wildest dreams talking to someone's mom like that no like, no
1: no i can't they and,
3: then lala says the same thing how were you raised they're all like
1: well you 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 <laughs> see no you you see katie's reaction because they have katie's reaction to when raquel says yeah. oh god it takes her rolls- a minute to even realize yes. it's like a full <laughs> second and then katie's like how dare you speak to my mom like that like it it, it was i mean people have said this already. The fact that Katie had the poise to not push Raquel out of her chair right there yeah. after how she treated Katie's mom like she was a <laughs> a peasant. Yeah. That she even had the audacity to speak to her. Like, she treated her like that. And Sandoval treated her like that. Not to skip ahead. yeah, The way they acted towards Terry was shocking in a scene filled with shocking moments. <laughs>
3: yeah. And Terry's like... First of all, the second that shit goes down with Terry, Ariana enters and it's just like mouth agape, like what the fuck just well, happened?
1: Well, um, Katie, instead of slapping Raquel, you know, yeah. which, which, you know, I almost thought there could have been, you know, <laughs> a violent act. One. Yeah. Uh, she, she drops the C word on her.
3: Yes. 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 Uh, Terry and, is like trying to still get, she's kind of like Katie, like terry's like don't do all that like let me try and talk to her she's like you hurt me raquel and raquel's like i was being honest and terry's like yeah it was crazy you were saying i just wanted to make out with tommy and then sandoval in all of his glory is trying to chime in which i'm like truly what the fuck is your i mean we know now he's trying to defend his girlfriend that we didn't know was his girlfriend but like why do you want to be involved in this? Like, Shut up! Let her hang herself. Who cares? Why? Why
1: the hell? And this now you can ask that for any question for any scene he's ever voiced his opinion in a fight that was not his. What the? Hell, why the hell is he talking right now? Why the hell is he? Is he standing up against Terry? Ariana screams and says, "Let Terry finish." Yeah, which then it's yeah another moment where it's like Ariana is this a moment that you're going to count against Ariana that she didn't have your side when you're when you're railing against someone's mother she
3: he just hates Katie so much that like he can't
1: he yeah he says it's tacky in the confessional that Terry's mom was involved because who can go up against a mom well apparently you and Raquel seriously and and he's calling uh, Katie's fighting abilities tacky because you can't fight with a mom or whatever yeah in what world does Katie ever need help from anyone to have a fight with someone it's true has anyone had more one-off fights yeah than katie like she does not need any backup <laughs> ever
3: it's true and terry's still trying to make her point she's like katie still loves tommy tommy still loves katie so like sweet um,
1: you hurt me she says to Raquel. Yeah, yeah you hurt me
3: um but yeah i feel like sandoval it was like uh, you know i would be willing to entertain the idea of having someone having their mom fight their battles or having their mom there to make them untouchable. But I wasn't feeling that that was what was going on.
1: Terry. It's just because of how we've seen Terry throughout this episode. She was here for a certain thing. She was there for the launch. She has a very viable opinion on this whole thing. We also saw her specifically tell Raquel, please, for the love of God, do not. It was relevant. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And the way they treated Terry, I mean, despicable totally
3: and then demented what is (laughs) subhuman uh it was just like the most shining example of raquel having a screw loose where you're like i don't even know if you're being diabolical it seems like you truly don't know what you're doing yeah it's insane then
1: she reaches out to say (laughs) "I, i i hurt you to katie katie says don't
3: touch me (laughs) why would you try and touch someone physically during that moment you're 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 insane. you're exactly right and then the second she rebuffs her she pulls out the jealous you're jealous card
1: sorry you're jealous which is her like final insult the final thing she says when she has no other things she can say right apparently people are jealous of Raquel now yeah in her mind
3: and then we cut to Ariana's sobbing she's again trauma dumping on LVP she's saying I love Katie and I love Raquel and I just want to go home and I you know I'm stuck in the middle and it's like it's interesting that (laughs) she you know even though I don't know how much she saw of what Raquel was doing to Terry and in the situation but it's funny that she like cannot take sides here when almost Uh, anyone would be on Katie's side
1: yeah yeah, like, I mean it's it's I I feel like Raquel. If this had continued on, there was a couple more episodes. I feel like Raquel has reached her limit of empathy from Ariana yeah. at this point. I mean, really, how can you be on the side of someone who is awful to someone's mother?
3: Like, why wouldn't Ariana? I mean, I know she doesn't have any energy to deal with any of this, but like, she could have just been like Raquel come over here like stop it like no get out
1: exactly i mean i I fully agree with you but i also know ariana's breakdown has been coming she's finally got enough nerve to to stand up have the launch that she didn't even want to do production made her do it i'm not disparaging production but it was they had to have a finale scene ariana didn't want to do that then she's fully in the middle her her sandoval is saying that they have a loveless marriage (laughs) yeah Ra- Raquel, she's defending, but Raquel is doing undefendable things. She's in business with Katie. She's she she yeah, cannot do it's all anything. Too much. And then the, it, the scenes are being peppered while Ariana is having a <laughs> breakdown. I, this is the most iconic scenes of Vanderpump Rules. Have so many moments that you can't even latch on. Sandoval is doing his classic. Here's the issue. Let me explain it. <laughs> he in like
3: Tom pulls his chair up.
1: Let me just tell you the truth of exactly what's going on because I know everything in the world like a full-wise yeah. sand of all moment they yeah, yeah, and they yeah. cut him off he doesn't even he, he yeah. says the, the only person's perspective in this that matters is, th- Katie's. is Katie's and
3: her Terry's like I knew you were going to
1: say that. Yeah, and the whole time they're wondering where the hell Schwartz is Schwartz is is Blair witching in the corner. <laughs> He's like he, he, he yeah. <laughs> Whistling. <laughs> he's behind the bushes. He's staring in a corner. He does not at all want to be a part of this. Um, yeah. yeah. He, he, he's just, he can't deal with this right now. He said, I'm still recovering from my emotional moment with Terry, which I do believe that yeah. was a sad, sad moment. So maybe he was recovering, but he just didn't want any more.
3: Yeah. Is this when, um, when Sandoval's popping off about Katie, is this when Christina Kelly has her moment?
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. So, so first, um, Sandoval, as he's railing against Katie, which he has done <laughs> a million times, never will take the side of Katie, yeah. no matter what, for all of her life. Because yeah. I am done hearing from you. Please stop. Yeah. And she gets up, and then Christina Kelly goes, Sandoval, stop. What exactly she 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 says, Stop focusing on this. Focus on Ariana. Look at that's your relationship. That's your relationship. She's over
3: there, really upset and they show her she's like in like Lisa's like shoulder, like crying. Totally. Totally. Is like stunned. Like he's like
1: (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah and I, and I and and I didn't like Lisa was like like doing okay she was a little like not ready to have that consolation moment I didn't feel yeah. like she was giving Ariana her all I might have to yeah. watch it again but I just kind of felt like she was like what's going on here yeah you know like can't she tell like how upset Ariana is like yeah like
3: no, she didn't have too much to give. She was like, I've been through that same thing myself.
1: And then I was thinking of this whole thing like as sort of like on a rage meter from Katie. Like it starts out, she's only at like <laughs> 0%. Like she's kind of blissful and just having fun. And the first Raquel encounters, it's like maybe 20%. It, it got her mad, but she wasn't like blood boiling. Like yeah. maybe 30%. The mom comment gets her up to 70 Yeah. Then the fact that Sandoval wanted to pepper in his classic yeah. Me Against You katie against the world she's at like 90 yeah then
3: on the way down the alley like on the way to sir alley
1: this was this was i just want to set it up this was beautifully filmed (laughs) this was an iconic scene everything about this walk was was so powerful
3: yeah lala's like raquel is snickering and she's just like in her ear trying to make her even more pissed off uh katie kind of misunderstands what she's saying she thinks that tom is participating in laughing at her so she comes out she grabs him pulls him down the hall and she goes oh dark days for you buddy before that (laughs) but
1: i I loved that (laughs) dark days for you buddy but before that she pulls him calmly and it's like almost this is when her rage meter is this is when Lala says she is seeing red. She can no longer process thought anymore. Katie comes back down the hallway. She grabs Schwartz calmly, which I yeah. think it's so that she doesn't physically assault <laughs> Raquel. Yeah. And then she goes, were you laughing with her? Were you laughing with her <laughs> yeah. about me? Yeah. <laughs> were you laughing with her? <laughs> Then she pulls him away and then Lala goes, no, he wasn't laughing. Sorry, sorry. I said that wrong. Raquel was laughing. He was just standing there. Then they go outside and she goes, Tom, she goes, dark days for you, buddy. And he's just led down that corridor to the alley.
3: They're only talking for like 10 seconds before Raquel finds her way out there. Yeah. She's trying to like, She's just being so annoying, saying the same shit. She is out of her league. She can't express what she's trying to say. She's like, you are upset that he made out with someone. And the fact that it was me made it even worse. And she's like, I can't even entertain this right now you're so annoying you're so off base
1: I-, I said she interrupted like a complete moron yeah she says exactly what you just said she's like wait i'm finally getting it it would hurt you if tom kissed anyone but then it was me so it hurts you more and he's like
3: floor she's like get yeah. away yeah, yeah go
1: away from me
3: and then tom keeps being like no she's apologizing uh like let her talk oh uh, don't push her don't push her and uh Raquel starts trying to joke around with Schwartz while Katie is there. Like they're yeah. sort of like having a laugh. Yes. Actually. Yes. And it's like so insane. And then Katie gets so pissed off and she's like this fucking little hoe!" <laughs> I-, I loved how she said ho.
1: It, it was, I mean, I, you know, I can't say it enough. Katie was just, on one completely pure rage seeing red but finally that rage that we've seen where sometimes we didn't like where katie's rage was directed this <laughs> rage was perfectly calibrated at the perfect target i mean it yeah. was so amazing to see katie just go off finally on raquel in yeah. every way
3: katie's like i'll leave and then raquel's like fine uh, i'll leave and it's like awkward and then so she finally leaves and then you know i don't even know if not much more happens there, but then you just start to hear happy,
1: happy birthday, birthday to you.
2: you. <laughs>
1: Gear has got the cake with the, w- one of the best transitions <laughs> o- almost. I was like, s- almost sc- Scripted like in the best way, like an HBO drama yeah. would have a scene with that powerful of a transition. That was amazing. So funny. We forget this is Lisa's birthday. At she's Sur. so
3: exhausted and <laughs> upset. She's like, "That better not be for me." Yeah. And then they Ariana has to like get out from like under her and like wipe her. Did you tears? see Ariana <laughs> holding
1: her head? She's going, "Oh God, I can't <laughs> believe this is actually happening." Where a birthday song is being sung right now.
3: And then so they, she's like, "All right, then." Like. Jesus Christ. And then Lisa blows out her candles and she did a classic Lisa line. She said, still great at a blow job. I'm like, Even though she's been so low energy this episode, she still made a little LVP sexy joke, which I appreciated. Yeah,
1: that was good. Unfortunately, the rest of the speech could not live up to that classic Lisa (laughs) joke. No. I gave this speech a 4 out of 10 in terms of the Lisa speeches. (laughs) It was meandering. It was meandering. (laughs) It didn't really have a point. There was a lot of non-sequiturs. Yeah, I didn't know what
3: she was referring to. She was just like... When life gives you... No, she didn't say when life gives you lemons. But, no, she said
1: she said when life gives you those Schwartz lemons <laughs> and she pointed to those ones and he just put up his armpit. That's the
3: kind of lemonade you're going to get from this group is like armpit I, sweat lemons, yeah, lemonade. I, I couldn't
1: even write it down because it was just one line. It was like, I love you and you yeah. will learn to deal with
3: your problems. And she's just like crying. She's Don't, like so upset. And then I did appreciate I loved just because it was funny to me that she was like where's schwartz like i can't get started without schwartz and katie's like why do you need him nobody needs him and she's like because he's part of this equation yeah
1: that was that was good she handled and that i katie love thing. that
3: katie was like i'm here yeah i'll do it and she's like no
1: yeah 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 that yeah that was like yeah i don't know i mean, i, loved, I, I still was on a katie high but like she didn't have to say that but well i know uh, but
3: she's like lvp loves schwartzy and there's nothing you can do about it it yeah. doesn't matter
1: yeah. And then Lisa is going through the speech. You can see that there's uh, mixed reactions, which is this was in the mid season trailer. Raquel is smiling from ear to ear. <laughs> Katie's unhappy. Peter's not listening. It's gone on probably way longer than they even edited. Yeah. It. And she goes, don't let life get the better of you. I love you all. And my friend, uh, my friend Eileen texted, uh, Megan said, is Lisa giving a speech that she's dying?
3: Yeah. I said, <laughs> seems worn down. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. they show <laughs> nicolaine and ken there they're probably concerned uh and then uh they they bring you know that she is done and then uh she's like none of the people here eat cake so yes. just give it to a customer
1: yeah so she got a good laugh out loud a loud moment the speech was buttressed by two good lisa moments the blowjob yeah. comment and then no one here eats cake and then They have a classic everyone laughs at Lisa, you know, ending, right? Yeah. And then it just shows Ariana and Tom and they're laughing, right? They're just, (laughs) I guess, fake laughing or actually laughing. And then it just fades out. And then we get that (laughs) And next week on the season finale of Vanderpump Rules.
3: And it's like the immediate first clip is... I was gonna break up with Ariana anyways and Sheena being like but she didn't. You fucked your best friend instead. One of the Which best. I've seen like thirty times and now. But, Sheena delivers and that. Sheena looks so like fucked up, like she's not wearing any makeup, which yeah. for her is like pretty yeah. rare.
1: I, I, I can't believe like I, I really I can't have people say that so much. I cannot believe truly that in six I days can't I can't <laughs> believe that in six Tom days we will be getting no, that we are actually gonna see the episode that has fifty five minutes or however long this thing is gonna be of pure post Scandaval footage with Kristen with oh crying, God. the squirt era begins. <laughs> yes. For you to die. Like that's really happening.
3: I know. I can't
1: fucking wait. Me neither. Did um. we as I ask every week, did we do this episode justice? <laughs>
3: Is this our longest episode yet or not quite?
1: You know what? I didn't want to say it, but (laughs) we passed the two hour and 30 minute mark. We're two hours and 40 minutes.
3: I had a feeling that was going to happen. I
1: think with our summer house minute and our ice talk minute, it brought us to like a 45 minute, which we never usually start at 45 minutes. That's true. And we just had so much to talk about. Um, This episode, to me... I was honestly fine with a slow start if it led us to that. The fact that it was 25 minutes at a scene with all of them, minus James, which I was sad that James wasn't there. But who knows? Maybe James would have derailed it somehow. I mean, it was so good. Katie is the MVP and Terry, by far, for me. I have never seen Katie, you know, in my opinion, so powerful, (laughs) so filled with rage. The scene where she walks down the hallway to get tom the way they shot that yeah right in her face but she's not looking at the camera but it's like it was giving
3: she... a fella's kitchen entrance tracking <laughs> shot
1: and, and there's yes <laughs> exactly and there's a split two seconds where it's red light on her face like she's seeing red i was like this is so cinematic i yeah. love this more than anything yeah
3: no it was great um I feel like, I don't know, we'll see what happens next week. We might have to do a two-parter or something.
1: Because we can't have a (laughs) four-hour episode. (laughs) It's insanity. (laughs) No, is there anything as we, like, you know, I mean, tomorrow's Friday, then it's the weekend, then we start hunkering down for Summer House, we get in the finale, like, is there anything we need to talk about before we get out of here?
3: I think we've said all we can possibly say
1: yes and <laughs> and will the listeners who i love more than life and i know you love them yes. will they think we did a good job
3: i think so we oh, keep geez. hearing they like the long apps yeah
1: okay good all right well even if we didn't do good and there were some moments that struck you as shit <laughs> we you know we love you and we'll be back again
2: next week next week
1: for the finale of vanderpump rules which it's all been leading to this that's right Okay. So
3: we'll see you then.
1: So no one loves you more than Amy and I. <laughs> and good night, goodbye, and we love you.
0: This one's for you tonight. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com covered.
2: Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast. And I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love...